God damn you, little microphone! Snake? What's wrong? Answer me, please! Snake? Snake! Welcome to the Sunday Movie Marathon. I'm Dwayne The Rock Johnson from the hit movie Rampage. I'm Snake. I'm Snake. And, yeah. We're on episode 71 now, <laughs> and we're doing video game movies. How does it feel? Not very good. What, <laughs> video game movies? Yeah, it feels <laughs> fun. It feels like how we thought it was going to feel. Yeah, yeah. fun. <laughs> little, little. <sighs> it's been a while since I've watched a video game movie, to be fair. I mean, and we know well, why. I mean, I avoid them, like the plague, obviously, because mm. they're not good. But we'll get into that. We've got some... I mean, how how the hell are you guys been? Have we been snakes? Yeah, not bad. It's just yeah. <laughs> you can say that sounding more worn out. <laughs> yeah, well, I I'm think everyone's so just worn out. This is it. It's only Wednesday, and uh, it's been a. It's only Sunday, and it's been a Wednesday. Yeah, I'll tell you that. That's how I feel. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. We went out a bit, saw a couple of movies, mm-hmm. um, and when did we watch these movies? The um, the video game ones was like two days ago. Yeah, what a day! Luckily, it wasn't like really sunny outside because that was the thing when we watched the uh, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop Club. marathon, where it was like really sunny outside. We just like fucked off the marathon, went to the beach. Sometimes um, I wish it was a sunny day because then we could have fucked off the marathon and went to the beach. Sometimes you just want that, yeah, um, but no. It was really bad. It was not a nice day. It kind of mixed with the, the mood of the movies. Um, <sighs> it was a slog. Yeah. So a couple of episodes ago, well, I say that, we're on episode 71 now, so six episodes ago, we did The Crown, season yes. one. Uh, have you guys been carrying that on? Not yet, but we will. Yeah. I just keep week. waiting for Chris. I could watch it. We've not really watched any TV show in the last couple of weeks, to be fair. Yeah. No. We've kind of just been watching like <clears throat> just YouTube and shit. Yeah, we're watching a lot of Kit Boga. Yeah, YouTube who like <laughs> pranks like phone scammers. Cool. <laughs> well, I have been watching The Crown. No. And let me tell you, it's bloody good. Um, I mean, we we already knew that the first season was good. Uh, going in it when we reviewed it, mm-hmm. reviewed the first season for the podcast. And I did carry on with it, and boy, let me tell you, it's like one of my favourite shows now. It's fucking great. And we said in that episode, like, oh yeah, uh, season two and four are supposed to be the best ones, but season three not that good. I just kind of thought it, it got progressively better as it went on. Okay. And so in season three, we get like a new cast of characters, because they're kind of ageing these people up uh, to tell a story that spans, God, nearly, nearly a century. So I guess they've got to age them up a lot. Um, I actually only found out today that season four is the last season with the uh, the current guys, the actors. Yeah. So oh, I guess they're okay. doing like two seasons per, like per actors. Era yeah, or yeah like I think okay. they've said season six is going to be the last. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, you, it would have to be because they ended season four, and it was like the eighties. You think? So. Okay, yeah, there's only so much further yeah. you can go. <laughs> yeah, I think the next two seasons are like Diana, that sort of era. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, obviously a lot of it, I think it was like a lot of it's quite contr- 
controversial in terms of like the the royal circles like the like yeah, I don't really expect you don't really expect them to watch it obviously no because um, like their life um I think I never want to like come across as though, like I believe these people to be like the exact replications of like who they're portraying because it's clearly not it's obviously going for like drama it's like fictionalized for drama they're just like stories that are based on things that happened sometimes they're true and sometimes they're not um so like i don't know i never when i'm like em- empathizing with these characters i'm never like oh man i like the royal family <laughs> like no that's not what's happening these these guys like um i think so when it changes over uh, and the actors become olivia coleman and um tobias menzies and helena bonham carter and all those all those guys all those crazy characters. Um, I was thinking, you know, I've, I've come to a point where, like, at the end of season two, I'm, like, really invested in these characters and, like, really invested in, like, the actors who are portraying these characters. I'm like, it's not going to be as good, is it? And for, like, the first, I don't know, couple of episodes, um, it's quite an adjustment period for season three because you are getting adjusted and more attached to these new actors that are coming mm. in and like i already really love olivia coleman and tobias menzies and helena bottom carter all those guys they're, they're really great actors i didn't, had no doubt they were going to do a really good job i think i never really see the actors though is the acting is really fucking good the whole time i don't think anybody puts on a bad performance at all and this is like netflix's like holy grail i think <laughs> they've really fucking struck gold with this one um I mean, they're not going to carry on forever, obviously. But if they pull off these um, last two seasons, this is going to be like such a triumph, I think. I think, yeah, it's just like really well received. Um, so, like, obviously, we've got the uh, the new batch. So you got Olivia Cole. Um, I, I was was kind of like on edge because like they're quite unlikable for a lot of like the, the third season. Yeah. It's like fucking these guys. I don't actually really like them. But that's kind of what they're going for. Mm-hmm. They're not really supposed to be making you feel like you like the characters or like the royal family. They really kind of um, go in with it. With like, yeah, these people, sometimes they're kind of fucked up. <laughs> sometimes what they're doing is like horrible. And um, so they kind of lean into like the darker parts of the royal family, I think. And, you know, sometimes it's what happens was actually what happened. Sometimes it's just there for fiction. But obviously, when you're telling a drama, that's what you need. There was like one of the episodes, I think oh, I might have been in the fourth season. There was like a, it was based on a true story with this guy, this like working class guy, like broke into Buckingham Palace and like stood in the Queen's bedroom for a while. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. And he did it twice. What, like just looking at her? Yeah. And I think. Okay. So like the first time, I don't think she was there, or at least that's what happened in the show. I don't. I think I looked up a bit about it. I think the first time, I don't know if she was there. But the second time, she was there, and I guess we don't know. We never know what actually they've they've said to each other. Um, but in the show, they actually do go that extra mile and have them talk to each other. I thought that was pretty interesting. Oh. But it was like <laughs> it was kind of like um like a horror, like a thriller episode. I was like on edge the entire time. Um, yeah, that was really fucking weird. <laughs> I think with like the, the, it might have been the second season or the third season, where it's like it's like a the most like dour episode possible. It's like this um, like cave in at like a mine in um, Wales, 
like so many people die, so many kids die. It's absolutely horrible. Really emotional. And they follow it up for the next episode and it's like played like a comedy. Well like Margaret's trying to entertain guests. It's fucking weird. Yeah, maybe- but I like how they can kind of juggle that within the show and it never feels inauthentic. Yeah, you can't have too much depression in one show. <laughs> no, you need a bit of brevity, you know, because otherwise it's like <laughs> or levity even. Because otherwise it's like, oh fucking hell, it's like such a slog. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, we love our dramas here in the UK, but like not we that love much. feeling <laughs> fucking depressed all the time. No, sometimes you need something a bit uh, lighter. I do I do think they they managed to tackle that very well, and all throughout the show, really. So, it comes highly recommended. I think it does. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to turn you into a royalist, by any means. I think it's trying to. <laughs> but yeah, I just think, fucking hell, what a brilliant show. It's like, it's obviously like the, the music's still great, and all the set design, and all the costumes, fucking fantastic. I just think, yeah, it's one to, I mean, everybody's fucking watched it already, obviously. But, it is really bloody good, and people are watching it for a reason. I've also found like I'm always like interested in how like different people are going to be portrayed. I think like so, Gillian Anderson comes in, I think on the fourth season as Margaret Thatcher. Fuck it, hell, she's really good. She's like, um, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'd have to watch more interviews with like Margaret Thatcher. But I haven't actually. I don't really know what she was like. Yeah, everyone just says she was a piece of shit <laughs> past all the atrocities <laughs> i don't really know what she was like but um, is that no, what she's she like really in the show like <laughs> she was definitely a divisive character okay and there's like a i guess there was like a point to her being the first uh female prime minister that kind of go within the show but they don't make it seem like she was amazing Mm-hmm. Um, and there are parts that I wish they'd have kind of gone into a bit more because, like, her whole thing was like it was like the eighties and um, the nineties. It's like fucked up what she kind of the kind of troubles that were in, um, well, literally the troubles in Ireland that we uh, that were going through at the time, and also about um, like the Falklands War as well. It was like really, she like basically sent us to war, and um, I don't know, say what you will about whatever happened there. I mean, I don't know all that much about it. Um, I think if you cast your mind back, Chris, you might remember a time on this podcast where we talked about the movie Official Secrets, and there was a point they made in that movie of the sinking of an Argentine ship, um, and they amended the Official Secrets Act um, to kind of stop that leak that meant that um, it was basically this leak that showed that... uh, like they, they went to war illegally, sort of, or like the, the sinking of the ship was illegal. Oh. Um, and they don't go into that in this show. It was like a little tiny brief thing where they mentioned that the ship had gone down on like a radio. <clears throat> I feel like probably there was like a missed opportunity there. Um, but I mean, it's so like heavy with everything else that was going on. I guess they didn't have time to go into everything that went on. Um, but yeah. Um, one thing I will mention is that I really liked. The depiction of Diana, and I don't like. I guess she was quite a complicated person, and that's why everybody liked her. Um, and they kind of they really lean into that in the show. And we talked about Spencer um, and Chris yeah. Stewart's portrayal of Diana in that movie, which I really love. Um, I actually watched that movie again very recently after I saw uh, The Crown and uh, Emma Corrin, who depicts her in uh, The Crown. I think she's just doing like a really fantastic job with the character and um there are points where 
certain episodes will start with like um, a, a trigger warning for um, uh, eating disorders. I just thought like everything they were kind of doing with like her storyline was like really engaging. But yeah, I would like recommend it just on that alone. Honestly, her, her uh, acting was fantastic. I also didn't realize that Emerald Fennell was in this playing Camilla like the entire time. And then after I finished it, I was like, oh, it was fucking Emerald Fennell. I completely didn't realize that was her. I didn't know what she looked like. But yeah, she was really good. Um, they kind of make Charles kind of like kind of gross. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to see mm. a gross kind of yeah. depiction of Charles, I would say watch it. <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, I mean, I'm not going to rate it. I would say like 10 out of 10 for the whole show as it is, to be honest. There's like not really much I can fault it for. I mean, it is like TV, so there's obviously going to be like some that don't really hit as much as others, but I think for what it is, it's very consistent. Yeah, I would recommend it a lot. Nice. Yeah, we will carry it on. Mm. Just haven't got around to it yet. So who knows when? We'll see. So we watched some other movies. Um, we went to the cinema last week. I don't remember when it was. Last Friday? Saturday? Yeah, Friday. Friday. Yeah, so uh, I don't know, maybe... Um, we might be a bit hazy on the details. I didn't make notes uh, immediately after. So I've got like a few. But we saw that that one, that the Sean one. Baker one. I think it came out <laughs> last year, but we're only getting it now. Um, it's um, a case of it was like in film festivals, but it's only just gotten a wide release right. around the world now. Yeah, so the movie we saw was... <laughs> <laughs> it's not called Red Lobster. It's Red called Lobster. Red Rocket, or um, as our cinema might have uh, coined it, Red Rocker. That's what was on the um, cinema tickets and on the screens of the cinema. So that was fun. So yeah, Red Rocker. It's a Sean Baker one. I th- yeah, Sean Baker. Yeah, and he yeah. went. Yeah. So this is a movie about some guy called um. Oh, I forget Mikey. His name. Mikey, Mikey Saber. Yeah. Um. He was like an old. He's like a has-been porn star. He goes back to his home in Texas to see his wife, who is a strange wife who lives with uh, her mother. Mm-hmm. They live in uh, this kind of small little house, and he's kind of he's down and out. He needs somewhere to live. They fucking hate his guts, <laughs> so, <laughs> but they take him in anyway because he promises that he'll pay rent and like fix up the place. It's kind of. Um, so it's about like him and his relationship with his wife, but it's also about this other girl who he meets at the donut place who works at the donut place, um, <laughs> and she is what seventeen, yes, and man. few weeks away from eighteen. Yes, obviously very important to state that <laughs> she's a few weeks away from eighteen, mm-hmm. and he likes her a lot, and it's basically. A movie about this paedophile. I was waiting for uh, Max to point out that her name is quaintly named Strawberry. Yeah, she's called Strawberry. <laughs> fucking hell, yeah. What a name. I don't remember her real name. And he's like, yeah, man, man, well, she, she, she's so great. <laughs> <laughs> she, she could do porn. I'm going to make her do porn. And it's like, oh, man. What? <sighs> yeah, these barely This is like, films this is such a cringy movie. Too much. All the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so, oh God, it was gross. There was like, um, at the beginning of the movie, there was like some girls in front of us and like they had like stolen someone's seats. And if you oh, guys yeah. remember, if you cast your mind back and like, yeah, yeah, and no, I these remember. people came on, they were like, you're in our seats. And then like the movie had started and they were, 
and then they, they, got, they, up they and just, like, got up and then they just stole someone else's seats like, on the other yeah, side stole someone else's seats i don't know what they were doing and then like one of the girls i guess had forgotten her bag so she like yeah, went, she went back, back. Took a <laughs> it was yeah. awkward because the whole time I thought they were going to come and like tell us that we were sitting in the wrong yeah. seats and I was just like why are you hovering no. here it's just weird yeah it was awkward and it only got more awkward as the movie progressed it's true yeah one of them was like a 40 50 year old man and he was loving it he couldn't yeah. stop laughing throughout the whole film I don't know who you're talking about the guy sat directly in front of us nah I mean it is like a comedy right yeah. So it's, really it's going for comedy. I mean, you'd have to for what you're showing. Otherwise, it's going to be like really dark and obsessing and like mm. cringe. You know, it's, it's, you just feel like disgusting the entire time. So I guess like adding comedy will kind of lighten that. Um, mm. oh, fuck. I did enjoy that. It opened up with um, "Bye Bye Bye." Yeah, that was a song that's like a recurring motif for a big the film. fan. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. As soon as it started, I was like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, uh, oh, oh, right. <laughs> that's what yeah. I did. I was kind of um, uh, sceptical about it because I'd only seen Tangerine before from John Baker, and I did not like that movie. Um, but this is better than Tangerine um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, it wasn't shot on an iPhone, so it doesn't look like complete shit. Um, Ouch. <laughs> it's not as annoying as I It's not as annoying, no. Um, it's, it's annoying still, in different ways. It's still quite a loud movie, I'd say. Um, I don't that's think it's kind that of bad. his style. It, he has, like, characters are like basically constantly talking and arguing and having a go at each other that's kind of just what he does he clearly likes the breakdown of relationships yeah Yeah. i don't know i just um i mean it's like (laughs) i don't feel like it needed to be as long as it was it was like two hours and 15 minutes yeah there were points where i thought this is a simple story that you're telling it felt Um, long yeah it was like what are we just gonna i felt like it could have had a bit more forward momentum because, like, as soon as, like, he sees this girl and, like, they, like, go on a few dates, I guess. I was like, okay, well, what's, what's happening? Mm. And when's he going to get caught for being a paedophile? That's what does. I thought was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because it's legal in Texas. The mm-hmm. age of consent is 16 in Texas, so. so but like it's I still said, it's, gross. It's, it's gross, legal, but, but it's barely legal. legal. I just wanted someone to be like, you're gross, man. Yeah, like, even, even that really next-door neighbour was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah, but he was, like, <laughs> <laughs> he was also gross. Yeah, yeah that scraggly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say I feel like it's too long. I think it just spends too much time um, focusing on, like, just the graphic sex. I don't think there's enough time spent um, delving into who this person is. Because whenever they, like, delve into him and, like, do basically, like, a character study and, like, kind of explore his mind and who he actually is, that stuff's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked to have seen more of that. I wouldn't even have a problem with its length if they had gone more into that sort of thing. Yeah, perhaps. I found him to be a really interesting character mm-hmm. as much as, like, he fucking hated the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's played really bloody well. Um, really great acting. Um, who plays him? Simon Rex. It was really, really surprising to me because before this, he's basically only acted in really low budget bad comedies. Like I've seen him; he's in like scary movie films. Oh, Um, I thought you were going to say he was in like low budget porn. He was in porn as well. That's how he started his career as a porn star. Fair enough. Um, He was in that. I don't know if either of you remember that um, Amanda Bynes sitcom. Why? 
like about you, whatever it's called. What I hate about you, maybe. Oh, um, I know what you're on about. Where she like lives with her sister, and Simon Rex is like their neighbor or friend or oh, something okay. like that. But he wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Or Moon. Yeah, he's really great in this movie. It kind of just goes to show how um, the right director and right material can do wonders for someone. He was very mm-hmm. interesting. Like, I actually found him to be probably the most interesting person in this film. I thought everyone else was just a little bit kind of there. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very fascinating character. He's kind of like this person. I feel like he's... He constantly has, like, control over people. Like, there's something about him. He has, like, this charisma where he can basically make everyone do things for him. It is And that's kind of what I feel like a lot of the movie is about. It's about this guy who kind of easily manipulates people to do whatever he wants yeah and like and, uh, Bra- Bragg's about like the weirdest shit like when he's hanging out with that next door neighbour so his name Lani or whatever and he's all oh yeah I won four porn awards three yeah. three actresses in so a row so proud of all his porn awards. he's very yeah. like I have ten followers himself. on Facebook yeah. Like, well, maybe that's why we don't get a lot from like the other characters because it's very much a character study of this one yeah. guy yeah because he's very self-centered and very um up himself like that's all we're gonna get yeah like the porn awards he's won as well are like the best oral and it's always like <laughs> they were performed on him rather than not by doing him. anything <laughs> and, like, multiple have, like three conversations question. about that yeah multiple people question like how he can take credit for that and he's like trying to describe how he did the work and how it's not a coincidence even though he shares it with like <laughs> hundreds of other porn stars yeah. sure <laughs> what a thing to brag about yeah no, i know i mean it is it is it is within the nature i suppose although one thing that kind of i don't know like if it took me by surprise or like it was just something that i didn't see coming but car pile-up that was going on with the when the, what was that all about did i i felt like i like fell asleep for like a microsecond I feel like that and was i didn't understand just what was going to show on how selfish she is like mm-hmm. he kind of causes this really horrible crash and all he can think about is you know getting Where to go is. back to la and spend time with strawberry yeah and like, he, I, like I, rats out his neighbor gets him to take the blame and like tells him intentionally not to tell any one that he was there i swear i must have i honestly must have fell asleep for like a microsecond because all i saw was them go you don't know me i don't know you and i was like what did what happened like what (laughs) yeah they don't show it oh okay no i got confused because it's like a like a build-up they're like what just what just happened and they'll like show it on the news yeah okay i'm gone i guess it's like an escalation yeah that was was a pretty good reveal i was like something fucking happened something terrible just happened because they're like so on edge and just like Yeah, probably oh, thought they God. hit someone, yeah. and then all of a sudden you just see like thirty I, yeah, I guards. Thought they killed a man. Yeah, that's what I something. thought. But no, way worse, way fucking worse. Yeah, I kind of thought it was. Um, I wanted him be, to like, like, get, like I wanted him to get of, caught, man. Yeah, comeuppance for that, or at least he... get found out for being with a strawberry. But I understand why they didn't, and like yeah. how that aids the story. Um, I quite like that. No one. His learns. neighbor kind of went down for it, and then even he, though he, he had just no takes the blame anyway. Right to fucking ask him to keep him. His, his name out of it no I mean to be fair though I guess when you're driving you ultimately take responsibility because you're driving mm-hmm. but still yeah. he could have just been like hey I was there with ex-porn star Mikey <laughs> Saver yeah <laughs> yeah fuck it take him down man and he's all like oh strawberry I love you strawberry I'm gonna tell you bad donut jokes 
Yeah, fucking hell. The donut jokes were bad. The um, oh, that comedy... scene where they're fighting in the car park. A lot of the comedy did not hit for me. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Because um, it is quite... I mean, this guy is really immature. He's, like, really very immature. And I guess he's kind of got the mind of, like, a teenager. And it's like, <laughs> Paul Awards. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have sex yeah. with this teenager. And it's like, it's like a teenage fantasy or some shit. Um, and it's gross. Because he's, like, f- 50 or whatever. And, and I just... <laughs> Yeah, it was like, obviously, it was more to do with, like, the character piece, and it's like, the, the mind of this gross little man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The guy is, like, liked. obsessed with sex. It's almost like a sex addict, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It was quite the something. Yeah. And, like, when he's at all these job interviews, and he's like, do you know who I am? Look me up. Yeah. I've, I've won Google four portals. <laughs> you tell all his potential employees to Google him. Like, that's yeah. not going to get you anything. Man. And there's that bit where, like... um he, he goes to like visit strawberries like this guy that she's been seeing and he's like gets out the car and he's like hey l- look me up mm-hmm. yeah i think one of the best parts was when he actually gets like some sort of payback when like well when he gets punched he, in he, the face yeah so he like shows that guy that he's a porn star and that he's with his girlfriend now and then like the guy brings his parents to the donut <laughs> shop and then they just beat the shit out of him <laughs> It was quite fun. That bit actually made me laugh. But there was like, there was like bits of dialogue in that like fight that were just like proper cringe, but it was really funny because he just got like beaten up. They kind of, I I guess they could have ended this very simplistically because like, and then I probably would have been fine with it, but like I wanted something (laughs) to happen to him and I wanted him to get some kind of like, I wanted him to go to jail or I wanted him to get severely beaten up for what I he's done. Want, I, I wanted his wife he to find out. He just wanted something bad to happen to him. Yeah, or like I wanted I, him to be found out. Yeah, that's what does. I was waiting for. But weirdly, I was not dissatisfied with the ending that we got. Yeah. Even though I had no idea what happened. Yeah, that's what I, I was just about to say. I don't quite understand what happened. I think at that point, he kind of just realises he's not in control of anything anymore. He's kind of like almost being controlled by this girl, like he like runs to her. He like all he wants is to be with her. Almost, I think that's where he realizes that he's not in control of anything like he was before. Everyone's kind of turned against him. I think that's kind of what they're going for. Like he realizes that he's not getting everything he wants. That kind of reality hits him in a way. Mm-hmm. There's like, a great final shot where he's like staring at Strawberry's house and bye 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 starts playing in reverse. Mm-hmm. The, film ends i thought that yeah, was, I was really confused brilliant. for a couple seconds then i like, like clocked onto it. i was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> what is happening i knew it wasn't going to end well for him once he like got to her house and i was like well, what do you think is going to happen like either, yeah. either our mum's going to answer the door and like nothing's going to happen for you and you're just going to be told to leave like what you have no money like what's what's going to happen here oh yeah I mean, obviously they kind of subvert it and it's like oh something happens but i don't know what <laughs> yeah i kind of prefer that Mm-hmm. I like them leaving it very ambiguous than them answering that. Yeah. Yeah, for once I actually didn't want it answered. Makes you want a donut. <laughs> yeah, a donut hole. Yeah. Give me all your donut holes. How come we don't have donut holes? Sad lack of donut holes in the UK. <laughs> <sighs> Distribution hits food as well. I really like um the look of the film. It's very grainy it was like all shot i think it was shot on 16 millimeter film so it looks it, incredibly rough it was nice low budget it looks yeah. 
kind of blurry almost. It um, kind of suits it though when you think about the content. Does. Yeah, seedy. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Like proper grotty yeah. almost. I like that though. If it was shot in like HD, it would have felt the same. Yeah, Sean Baker like he regularly records on film. I think Tangerine's like the only time he's not recorded on yeah, film. Yeah, but isn't he like a film purist or something? Yeah, he is. He used to criticise um, film directors for shooting digitally. <laughs> Doesn't everyone shoot digitally now, though? Yeah. Mm, basically. <laughs> so was he like, never watch a film in his life? I mean, it works for the movie. Yeah, you know, it, works, it, does. Um, it does. It works for that kind of grotty, kind of seedy vibe they're going for. Mm. You never feel... Like clean. No, it's like, you're always, all gross and I wanted disgusting. the shower. <laughs> like you're down in the ditch with this guy. It's like you've you've lost your job as a porn star and now you have to go back to your <laughs> to your wife in Texas. You're actually with him yeah. in this whole thing. <laughs> it was interesting that I was never like uh I I never like I kind of empathize with him, you know. And because he was like the main character who was like yeah, you feel like where he's coming from or like why he's doing what he's doing. Even though, like, it would have been absolutely fine if he'd have, like, I don't know, been shot or something. Yeah, like, could have been hit by a bus, so that would have been just as satisfied. I think that's another thing he does, Sean Baker does well. He does that incredibly well in his film, The Florida Project, which mm. I really, really love also. Um, he just kind of is great at writing these very flawed, kind of unlikable characters and then kind of making you empathize with them or at least understand them. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, it was it was a good character. He's just like he's got like a, a, yeah, because he is like basically a teenager. He's got like a teenager job. He's like selling weed and like working <laughs> at this donut shop. He's not even working at the donut shop. He's still like hanging out at the donut shop. Yeah, he's just selling get. weed. There. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought he was working like there in that first shot, and then he's just like, oh, thanks no, for just hanging out with yeah. this kid. <laughs> like as if your boss would actually allow for you to just have some random guy behind the mm-hmm. tip, like where all the money selling is, weed and to like the nearby yeah. Builders. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> not really. Um, whatever. Yeah. What you gonna do? I really liked um the supporting cast. I thought they were all really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. I love the person who plays his wife. I think she's really great, and I find okay. found that character was like one I felt really bad for throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of. I mean, she was kind of. She was horrific. Was I mean, horrific. yeah, she wasn't. But she's then, another character. I don't think she's a great person. But none of these people. Are, I was to be just honest. about to say that I don't like a single one of them, but I also like all of them in different ways. It's mm-hmm. very confusing. I like the mum, like her his oh, wife's mum. Yeah, his mother-in-law. She's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red rocket. Red, red rocket yeah. salad. I think I'd have more to say about it if I had like notes yeah. and like mm-hmm. were able to like jot it down. To be honest, I think it. we've said everything that there yeah. pretty much is to I'm, say. Though I'm glad we saw it. Yeah, it was it was a, it was an experience. I had a go at Chris because he didn't tell me that it was directed by Sean Baker before we went. Yeah, in. then you went to come. But I went to come. Yeah, mm. but I'd only seen Tangerine, so I got to watch more of this guy's movies i heard the florida project is very good yeah um, it's maybe like it's just tangerine that. maybe that one just sucks yeah i've seen just those three films and tangerine's easily my least favorite this is the only one i've seen so which is weird i don't know tangerine is like revered but i think that's because it was shot on an iphone yeah oh what because it's like, like oh you shot a whole oh, film shot on an iPhone. iphone this is great yeah, that doesn't make it good no. yeah it's kind of something i kind of 
I respect it more than I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of respect what he's going for. Yeah, there's and a lot how of effort made, probably put into that. But what was it like? It well, no, it could have been edited on. No, I don't no. think it was edited on an iPhone. I that, think it was that, just that would be incredible, right? That would be the the peak of filmmaking. There, then everyone would become just a filmmaker, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm gonna do it now. You watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even sit for a film, yet alone make a film. We're gonna rate this one out of uh, strawberries. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I really love this movie. This is probably my favourite Sean Baker movie. Um, although, like I said, I do love Florida Project as well. Um, I think I would definitely watch it again um, when it's out on Blu-ray because I did have a really great time watching it. I give it nine strawberries out of ten. Mm-hmm. I actually don't want to watch this again because it made me feel gross and disgusting. Yeah, and it's very long. And I think I got a, a lot of it on the first watch. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I would recommend it. Um, yeah. If you like movies about pedophiles, uh, <laughs> seven strawberries out of ten. Now that I thought about it, I would consider watching it again, but I don't know if I need to. I feel like, yeah, you've seen it once, you don't really need to watch it again. If that mm. makes sense, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Never maybe know. it could be a completely different experience the second time around. It could be. I know. I have a feeling that I'm probably going to end up watching it at some point anyway, because Chris is probably going to buy it or something anyway. Yeah. Um. In any fact, uh, eight strawberries out of ten. Yeah. Second watch, you get more out of the capitalist uh, angle it's going for with the industrial Although complexes here is and all that. Yeah, more out of the NSYNC. Yeah. Actually, yeah, just before we finish, I really liked um, when Strawberry sang Bye Bye Bye. Yeah. That was very nice. I liked the scene where he was running naked to Bye 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 and there was a close-up of his willy. Yeah, there was yeah, a lot of willies. Shot. Yeah. It was, it was literally that a teenager's wedding. That was very dream. funny. Yeah, well, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Another red movie. Well, if you go on to the second da, red da, da, movie, da, da, who da, wants da, to da, introduce da. it? Um, go on, Chris. Sure thing. We saw a Disney Pixar Plus movie. movie. <laughs> oh, was it a Pixar movie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a new Pixar movie. Um, once again, Disney approved. They do not give a shit about Pixar at all, and they've just shat their new movie onto Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, a new film, Turning Red, um, directed by Domishi. It's about a um, 13-year-old called May. I think it's set in like 2002 or something. Set in the early mm-hmm. 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a awkward teenager, kind of in this like place where she's kind of starting to discover herself and kind of discover boys and that kind of thing. Um, and she discovers one day that when she gets too excited she just randomly transforms into a giant red panda <laughs> I, yeah yeah i mean i I'll, I'll be honest when i first heard that this movie was going to become a thing i was like holy fuck that's going to be terrible yeah i think we all were yeah, yeah cause they w- um they released like um that scene where she first turned into yeah. a panda it's like the teaser trailer and i remember watching that and being like Jesus, this is going to be so bad. Yeah, like it, it, it felt to me as if it was going to be like a shameless, like Totoro kind of ripoff where they didn't have the rights to make a right. troll thing, so they yeah. used the red panda instead. Yeah. I think that although, okay, so it's like this animated film, and I think Pixar have kind of perfected animation now to a mm-hmm. point where they don't feel like they need to try anymore. They don't. They don't add so, anything new anymore, do they? They've kind of gone. It really, this is it. It this kind is of annoyed peak. me when yeah. I was watching this movie because it's like, all right, this is like 
a bit of the like the same animation that they did with Luca, which mm-hmm. is very nice um for a while and and there here it's just like it's just the same thing yeah basically I, i'll i'll um, be honest i think they do yeah, rely like too the, heavily on the fact like a bit that more they're good at it. Like other other movies i guess um, yeah, they've done like the fur that they did in like toy story 4 with the yeah. cat what? what yeah cat? oh yeah right i mean it's like more hd <laughs> sully from um, <laughs> <laughs> wow i mean they look really good yeah, it but looked, it also uh, was like yeah, yeah. No, it looks amazing. Right. Don't get me wrong. It's just I think they have started to rely heavily on the fact that the animation and like I mean I think they've gotten like, to we're a point. Pixar and we we can do it the best and we're the best. Yeah, and I think they've really genuinely gotten to a point. Not not just now, but within the last five or six years or so, yeah. where they've gone, we can put out. Um, a fish singing the alphabet, and we're gonna get yeah. Oscar nominated. So why do like, kind of like it doesn't plateaued matter. a bit? Yeah, I, I think so. But that's why I like Soul because it was quite. I love Soul. It was very different yeah. um, for them, and they usually use like different animation styles. They were that. taking very, risks. They were being yeah. much yeah. more creative. They were making a story that's much more emotionally um, complex and complex. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. sobbed like a little baby to that film. Like and it's one of those where I thought That was more existential as well. Yeah, yeah, I actually thought for a hot second I was like, ah, maybe they're cut like maybe they're you know, reviving, maybe mm. it's coming back, we're gonna get some good films. No. This is something like I couldn't <laughs> say that about like this movie. It's like it definitely doesn't take risks, Burning Red. No. It's not very risky. I thought like at the end of it I was like, Oh, that was like Encanto. It's like the same plot. It's better than Encanto, but it's like it's, it's like a an outcast. Like Disney love their fucking movies about outcasts. Like oh. I thought, ev- almost <sighs> every Disney yeah, film is oh. about an outcast. Don't you, to love, be honest. don't you love a good outcast story? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, do something different with it though, because this is like, you know, the kid who craves affection and uh, wants to be like seen as great in their parents' eyes. I was like, okay, I don't think everybody else is like seen any of that before like it's the same thing hold on so we got Mulan um, mm. <laughs> you can literally yeah. just go like on everything. and on and on yeah um. when the film started I think the first 20-30 minutes I was like really intrigued by what they were doing because I was like seems like this may be like a metaphor for like puberty and like it, yeah, it, it yeah. definitely felt like that but like as the film goes on it becomes less and less about that and just more about a girl who turns into a panda mm-hmm. and at that point i was just kind of like yeah it's cute but it's not really that deep there's not mm-hmm. really much to it it's like a fine kids movie but i really do wish they went much more into like the deeper like metaphorical stuff that they kind of seem to be hinting at at the beginning yeah yeah it's kind of it's hard to explain because i thought it was an i thought it was a good enough movie like it was all right like as far as pixar of the twenty twenties go. It's, it's fine. It's whatever. But it just kind of. I felt like I could have watched, like genuinely, could have just watched a Studio Ghibli movie and yeah. had a way better time. This is Pixar trying to do a Ghibli movie. Yeah, I think. and the thing is, I'm not even mad about it because obviously, you know, Ghibli don't have the rights to everything that's you know um, of that kind it's of like movie. Do you know Japanese what I mean? Yeah. Kind of anime inspired yeah, like, a lot of it kawaii kind of stuff but it's kind of i just i just felt like they they try they almost try too hard to not try at all and i find i find it really complicated to try and explain what i mean by that because people are going to be like (laughs) oh 
um, you're just hating on it because it's Disney. And I'm not. I'm genuinely saying that it was a good film, but it just... Yeah, I could have watched Spirited Away and had a way better time. Yeah. The stuff I enjoyed the most um, out of the animation, out of the visuals, is when they really heavily lean into that anime influence. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some points where, like, people, like, have sudden expressions and, like, their eyes are wide and, like, sparks come out their face. Yeah. And, like, that stuff is, like, super, super anime. Yeah, I love all the stuff and in, like, I love the temple stuff. and stuff as well, where, like, everything's, like, proper almost like smoky and like everything's really detailed yeah. and oh, there was a part that nice. like the movie peaked for me and it was like nearly at the beginning but it was like it cuts to a shot of like the dad making dinner and it looks fucking brilliant yeah I mean, it was like it was like slow motion like flipping like stuff on the uh, grill and like chopping up a chili i was like this is beautiful it looks amazing and then it and then it just like went back to how it was before um, yeah, this yeah. is. But then, isn't that just another case of if you're watching it, it looks amazing. Yeah. But then, when you get back down to it, you're like, oh yeah, this is just a. Well, that that here. that sequence was kind of like a flex. Yeah, thing, probably, like, look uh, at how but, great our animation is, and it is. You know, the thing is that it is. Like, don't get me wrong; they probably do have the best animation going. But a good film, it I does not best, always. Make. I just think they've gotten very good at their own brand of 3D yeah. animation. Oh, I, I, I think it. I don't know. I think it is. Pro- well, in terms of best, I guess that's more subjective. I prefer yeah, to look no, at like right. a Studio Ghibli movie. I prefer to look at something like. Well, I feel like there's more effort put into a like Studio a Miyazaki, Ghibli. You know? Do you know what I mean? I think it's more because, not because obviously there's a lot more effort you have to put into like I don't know you know the equipment and actually making 3D animation. But when you actually think about like painstakingly making everything move hand drawn. I would take that any day, but let's be honest, Pixar movie does look pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I just worry that it's going to be like this forever. Yeah, it and probably won't like... get any better, but it. Pro- I think it's because they, they're at the point where, yeah, they, they're too cocky now. They just don't, mm. they don't need to be any better, well, so yeah. they're just like, like The whatever. animation in like Toy Story 4 is very fucking good, but it is almost like they're trying as hard as they can to make it look as photorealistic as possible. They don't need to do that, though, do they, really? If I wanted photorealistic, I would watch camera, like, you know, actual footage of something happening. I don't necessarily have a problem with them, their animation looking incredible and not improving if the character designs are interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what what was good about Solo, wasn't it? That's my biggest problem with this and Luca and Onwards and, like, a lot of their recent movies, the character designs are just very plain, very average. They're very template looking. Like yeah. the people in Encanto kind of look like the animation that they're going for in this film as well. You know, like they have like the big yeah. eyes and they have like the yeah, small it's just heads. Yeah, kind of what and... you expect from Disney. Yeah. You know, like, like tweak a little bit of it and you could put these people in the same movie yeah, and it but, wouldn't look out of yeah. place. But then, is that... Right, um, hit me out here. Is that a stylistic choice that they've gone for so everyone then goes that's a Pixar movie do you know what I mean like a like a signature template but they don't need to do it because they're no, Pixar no it's just a generic 3D animation look I think yeah I mean maybe maybe well, I'm just looking at like, it from a signature point yeah, because like, obviously like at, you know you have designers have their own like artistic look that they kind of you everything say that looks about like. a Ghibli movie you can yeah. and, and they do All, mm-hmm. they, they do look roughly the same Let's be honest, most of their characters look the same. If I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be I would say their characters look the same. The, pe- the human people look the same mm, yeah. a lot of the time. 
So I'm gonna but be like, fair. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna rag on Pixar, I'm gonna rag on Studio Ghibli for doing the same I'd shit. I'd say they the characters still have their own distinct look, whereas I don't mm. really. I think feel they have like more personality. I'll, I'll give you that for they sure. Have, yeah, they have a lot of personality in how they're designed because and how they look and like their body shape and like their face. Yeah, shape because and yeah, because Pixar have gotten to the stage where they're just recycling. I think they're just kind of recycling. <laughs> yeah, which things. Is, it's a shame considering that. You know, Soul came out two years ago, and a lot of the characters are now are human, but they all have their own distinct look. Yeah, they don't they look all... very human, and I like that. I wouldn't even say they don't look human. Don't they? They've got like the, the elongated features and yeah, shit. Yeah, they weird. look very exaggerated, but it's That's much more word. interesting. Oh yeah, mm. like I. It's much like if more I saw memorable. Soul, I know what Soul looked like, but if I saw a okay, say I hadn't seen this film, right? And you'd stuck because I haven't seen Encanto either. So you stick those two next to each other. You could have told me they're in the same film, and I would have gone, "Okay, yeah, I don't know any better." Yeah, um, I maybe have a problem with like Pixar films looking basically the same as Disney movies. I know they're like they're like owned by Disney, but I feel like they should have a different kind of style going for them. Like I don't know. What it's d- like a symptom of like Disney trying to absorb everything. Yeah, and make what it, Disney yeah, film are we talking about? That is their own brand. Just basically everything they've done since making 3D movies. Because yeah, I, I couldn't honestly couldn't tell you anything apart from Encanto because that was like the most recent one. Yeah, I think like, everything right. else they made. Oh, that was an actual shit. Disney like, movie. I don't even care. Right, I oh, thought yeah, that was another Pixar movie. No, right, yeah, I'm getting yeah, so Disney. confused. Yeah, that looks the same. Yeah, right, like, Ryan yeah. and the Last Dragons also looks pretty much the same. Like the animation in Ryan the Last Dragon. It's pretty good. At least it was different-ish. Like, um, it, it didn't quite... But it does look the same. It was just... I, I don't even know anymore. I just... Why even have two production studios yeah. if they're going to be exactly the same? So they can cancel Pixar at one point and be like, oh, it was the same, though. Like, when, and just nothing's different, right? Well, and if they're going to cancel Pixar, just fucking do it. Like... But I agree, like, the best parts of Turning Red are the parts where they try to t- distinguish... The movie in a different kind of style, like you were saying, like the adding like, their like own flair like, to it. The, I the, the boy band are on stage, and like all the characters are like together, and they start crying, and like their yeah. eyes are huge, and all the oh, tears yeah, are going everywhere. That's really massive, fun. Yeah. Um, the um, I guess you know the the red panda itself, very well animated, but it is basically just a high definition monsters inc. All right, I'm not gonna lie though, I it love just that red, like panda. A red panda. Yeah, red panda, isn't it? It's I love red pandas. There is nothing to hate, though. It's cute. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with, like, the former part of the movie, where they were kind of hinting at deeper themes that run through it. I think they were kind of more going for, like, like you say, puberty, but more specifically, like, uh, girls who go through puberty. Yeah, um, but Chris did go on, like, a 20-minute tirade about this when we yeah. were watching it. He was like, do you think this is about periods? And I was like, uh, I probably. thought it was. Yeah. I yeah. Was, I was also thinking at one point, oh, maybe this is, like, about... Um, like teenage mental health, and then yeah, that went nowhere either. That was just a just a random thought. The period thing made sense to me, yeah. But then obviously well, she was changing like every two seconds. Plan. Yeah, yeah. Chris was, was like, like, oh, yeah, turning red, turning red. So, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. would have been incredibly unsubtle, yeah. but I think if they delved into it a bit more, it would have been a lot more interesting. And I, think I actually it think it's it, it's got um, potential. Like they could it have does, tapped yeah. into it. it. Does and you I could f- tap into like the 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 ways that like. Women have to grow up sooner, and like that, we live in a world that, like, where periods are gross, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, and also (laughs) that, like, getting your period is like, you you know, you always say, like, when a girl gets a period for the first time, it's like, you're a woman now. 
That's when literally they're still what like her a says. child or a teenager. Yeah. And I think they probably could have gone more in, uh, thematically in with, with that and like what it means to grow up in that way. Yeah, I think that would have given it a lot more like staying power and would have made it actually kind of feel necessary whereas I this just like kind it... of just feels like a time waste for kids. There was also like a part mm. where like the, the whole point of like the red panda that they turned into red pandas was like it was a way to protect the ancient village while the men were away at war but now they don't need it because we've progressed as a society and like we don't need to protect like we're, we're kind of like on a more level playing field and like the men don't have to go off to war while the women stay at home and cook you know okay. um, and look after the kids uh so i i think probably they could have gone gone in a bit more with like how that's changed like you know, i don't know see but because then wouldn't it be a bit like um I'm not, i don't say natural selection but like would it if you had to stop doing that for years and years because men don't necessarily have to go to war anymore wouldn't it been like written out of the dna because they don't need it anymore you know what I, mean? I mean like um how people used to eat grass but they don't eat grass anymore because they don't need to well you could also say that about you know gendered stereotypes i got yeah i guess so yeah yeah okay we, yeah we could if if we want to go there we can go there <laughs> but i guess they didn't want to go there no, no so but we can now we no like, i've opened it pandora's box you see trying to tell pixar to do a better job We're not, i mean but, uh, <laughs> They're ve- but then they're very backwards about these kind of things anyway. But like, they're the ki- yeah, they're the kind of people that would be like, we can't have two gay leads in our Luca mm. film. We must pretend that they are fish men because if they're gay fish, it won't matter. Yeah. Like, talk- like Disney are it's not a bit progressive of a in any area. way. I don't. Mm. No, I'm not going to. I was going to go into the, um, the don't say gay bill or whatever they try to pass or whatever. Um, but I don't really the know what? all that much about it. Um, I really looked it up. There was like a oh, like a, something that we're trying to pass. Didn't you say this was in set in the two thousands? Maybe it's meant to be a bit more political. No, I don't know. It's not trying to be political. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, if you're gonna put that in your film, surely there's gonna be some. I don't know. Mm. Now we're really going off the cuff here. We're all like fucking. Yeah. Don't say what I uh, don't. don't take anything that I've said about that <laughs> to be like gospel. I really don't know much about it or at all. I no, we were too young in the 2000s, okay. That it's come out now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I really don't have all that much to say about this movie. I thought it was pretty good, but I'm not going to watch it again. Um, not At least not sooner than I would watch something like Sobble again, because that was actually something very entertaining and interesting and uh, try to tackle deeper themes. Like when a movie goes for deeper themes, that's something that can bring you back to it and you get more out of it. But with this, I guess it's not, it's either not trying to, or like, it fails at it. Either that, yeah. or maybe it's just, maybe, yeah, maybe it's not that relatable. I don't know, she had a Tamagotchi, that was pretty relatable. Actually, yeah, I love that Tamagotchi. It made me actually want to go out and buy another Tamagotchi. I actually know <laughs> someone I went to school with who had bought a Tamagotchi, like, the other mm. day, and when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, oh my we could god. bring it back, we could we bring, could bring, bring back, back the, the <laughs> We could do it all again. I remember a few years ago, my ex got one, and she played for it for a day, and it started to annoy her, so she threw it away. I think yeah. it's good. it makes all the like the beeping noises yeah. and stuff as well. I'm Just not ready to be a parent, actually. To an annoying <laughs> beeping thing. It's a f- fun thing um, in, <laughs> for a day, but no thanks. I once like, when I was at school, when they were like the height of popularity, 
I had my Tamagotchi, and then I like got on the school bus, but I realized I had left it in the car. Oh, so no. I, um, I, I made the bus driver not leave. I was like, wait just a fucking minute. <laughs> and then I ran back to the car to get my Tamagotchi. <laughs> I held them all up. Oh, Tamagotchi God. is that's life. A, that's a core memory for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why not Pixar? Yeah, core memory. Yeah, I think, yeah, Pixar definitely have way better movies than this. But to say that, though, I can't They've completely ran on it. It's all right. Well. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. this film was fine it was okay like it, was, it was good yeah yeah i don't i, I actually liked it but i just yeah, wouldn't watch right. it again yeah, i enjoyed it <laughs> not in a long I will, time anyway yeah. i wouldn't watch it again but i i preferred it to like luca and yeah, yeah. but basically this is Cast the best i've seen two. in the last couple of pixar films not as well, good as soul couple of pixar films like this and luca, uh, luca. and soul yeah all right when i'm <laughs> saying couple i probably mean like I yeah know, i did like a marathon nine. of the pixar <laughs> movies like last year and it did get to a point where I was like, fucking hell, this is, I'm, I'm kind of bored now. Well, they had a really big dip somewhere. I'm like, so I don't kind know. Of bored in, yeah. Inside, Inside Out was great. Ooh, uh, that was I, good. I, I, I don't know. I, don't I love really that, like that film. Movie. It makes me cry. That stupid, like, that movie bing makes bong everyone thing. cry. Yeah, I think um, pretty much everything they put out in the 2000s is good, but then mm-hmm. 2010s onwards, it's been pretty rough. I've only really loved, like, Coco and Soul. I haven't seen Coco, but Soul was amazing. That actually made me think that they were going to turn it around, and then they just did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I felt when Coco came out. Uh, yeah. Guess not. No. Ah, oh, well. We can't win them all, boys. <laughs> yeah, I'd prefer them to <laughs> just take a break through between films, maybe make a film every three, four years or something. They won't yeah, do that. Yeah, they no. won't do that. What's the next one? They got that Buzz Lightyear one coming out. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that? Year. I With thought like that was Captain a TV America show. Playing a Buzz Lightyear. No. Am I thinking? Of, am I thinking of a TV show? There was a making? TV show. Of the it Buzz years TV ago. show, right? No, they're no, making one right. There's a no. film. That's a film. Yeah. That's not a TV show. No, it's a film. All right. <laughs> Um, I'm thinking of a film that I thought was a TV show, which could be okay. Apparently, they're going this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they ever okay, stop? Do they like? Do they? Do they let their staff like breathe? No. <clears throat> do you know what I mean? I mean, this we're in 2022 now. We've already got four Pixar films since 2020. I think <clears throat> this decade, I'm pretty sure we've had four. We've had um, mm-hmm. Onward, um, mm-hmm. Soul, Luca, and this. They need to calm down. Like they actually. And by the end to... of the year, we'll have five. Yeah. What's the last? What's the next one? Like. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I'm so sorry. I keep thinking it's a TV yeah, show. Yeah. I keep doing this to myself. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'll still watch that, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I'll watch it. Supposedly, that one's going to be theatrical, but. Of course knows. it is, because you've got to get the it's Toy, Toy Story, Story nostalgics yeah. in there. I think <laughs> it's a clever move, actually. I hate it, but it's, it's true. Yeah, I kind of hate that they peaked with Toy Story 2 in 1999, but what are you going to do? Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> no, they made really good movies. Um, after that, oh, I like name you one of them. them, but yeah. Anyway, no, should we uh, should we rate this? It's half eight. Yeah, we've been going for an hour. Bloody hell! All right, well, what okay. we're gonna rate this out of? Um, pandas. Yeah, fine. Red pandas. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good movie, I guess. It was cute. It didn't I was really really bored. I'd say it was fine. I'm glad I watched it. Wouldn't watch it again, but. It will, is what it is. I give it six pandas out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a fun time. I laughed a bit, um, but I wouldn't watch it again. Six. 
pandas out of 10? I really like red pandas. Seven pandas out of 10. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Pixar. Maybe on that go around, eh? So, Shreelas have to explain the plot of my movie. Yeah, so now we've got to explain the plot to some movies. Um, we watch video game movies. And everyone knows the video game movies are awesome. So we picked three video game movies to watch. <laughs> and we watched them all in one day. And what did we watch? We watched Postal, we watched Rampage, and we watched... Um, Wreck-It Ralph? Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> and Chris picked the first one. <laughs> Max is just staring into the sky like he's not here anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I picked Postal, directed by... <laughs> directed by Juve Bowl. Um, based off the Postal games. Uh, mostly it's based off Postal 2, which is the one that everyone... Um, who's into that series has played and considers the best. Um, it's about a guy who um, doesn't have a name. He's just called Postal Dude. I thought he was um, called Guy or something. Like Dude. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Dude, dude. Guy. Um, yes. In the game, he doesn't have a name. He's just called Postal Dude. So Yeah, he's like a regular Joe trying to get employed um, and somehow gets wrapped into this violent rampage with his uncle who is a cult leader um at the same time they like going through this heist and they find out the taliban are also trying to pull a, oh, yeah. pull a heist there um so they not only have to fight against like political powers that be they also have to fight against Osama bin laden and the taliban who made the game series like what what was this um the games <laughs> are n- basically nothing like the movie. That was what I was trying to figure out. I was like, what? How what, does, this, what, yeah, how does, what, this, how does this translate to a game? Yeah, I yeah. didn't understand that either. <laughs> so I've only played Postal 2, and I really love the game. It is a very loose game. There's not really much of a plot to it at all. Um, it is quite subversive, okay. and it is quite overtly offensive intentionally. Yeah, are the Taliban in this yeah, game? Yeah, they are in the game. <laughs> Okay. It's done in a much sillier sort of way. Um, It feels a lot more fitting with what they're going for in the game because the game is so ridiculous and surreal at times and it kind of seems to have some sort of purpose. Um, Most of that game is literally just mindless violence and just shocking shit. You get to like just go around, shoot random strangers. You can piss on people. There's like a piss button and if you step, piss button if you step on a cat um you pick them up and start using them as a gun um, yeah that happened in this <laughs> which happens in this yeah um so yeah i was intrigued as to how they would translate that into a movie I'll and be they on- didn't really yeah i'll be honest i don't really remember anything that happened in this movie at all apart from the taliban and this guy fucking this man's Overweight wife. Did uh, d- what? What? what uh, didn't? Did anyone else pick up on what happened? Because I did not. The film starts off with nine eleven. Does? Did oh, it, have it does a, as well. Yeah. Did it have like a? It felt like it didn't really have a plot either. Like one it thing doesn't. happened and then everything. It's just a collection happens. of scenes that mm. loosely come together, I guess. Yeah, you got those guys in the plane. Like literally at the beginning, they're talking about how many virgins they're going to get in the afterlife. Yeah, they're like arguing and saying, "Oh, Bin Laden's lied to us. He told me we'll get this number of virgins." And mm-hmm. 
and then people try to overpower them on the plane and they end up crashing into the World Trade Center. Yeah, which I almost missed because I was like, what did, what did it fucking matter? It's very tasteless, isn't it? Yeah, it was an incredibly controversial scene when the film came out. Well, that was like not one surprised. that loads of people were talking about. A lot of this movie is very tasteless, though. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. But that scene in particular just kind of, I don't know, shot out a little bit in yeah. terms of tastelessness. Well, apart from the fact the that... the Nazi were... stuff was pretty <laughs> Oh, yeah, pretty I weird. mean, yeah, this whole film's a bit like... Like, how could that geezer be in his own movie and sit there and go, this was a good movie, you guys don't know cinema? Yeah. What? Um, this film is like, Juve Bowl was like, let's just try and offend as many people as possible and let's try and be as shocking oh, and sorry. horrible as possible without understanding that it only really works if you either have something to say or do it in a way that's actually funny. And this is why yeah. South Park works and this yeah, film did on not. on the poster, it's like, it says live action South Park. It's not. Um, and that's something where it is, at times, quite shocking. It does tackle very sensitive subjects, but when it does it, it does it in a way that kind of it works because they actually have something funny to say um mm -hmm. yeah this guy doesn't have to anything to say it's just kind of it seems to think it's a satire but doesn't actually know what is satirizing yeah it's like the worst kind of shock humor where it's just like crude and racist for no reason yeah and um, <sighs> yeah, they're like all dress up as nazis go to like little germany this like little festival they've got going on I don't know why they dressed up as Nazis because nobody saw them or like even commented yeah, on the fact the that point? they were like Nazis. Yeah, and then they like did. Juve Boll was at the fucking little Germany thing. He's talking about like how he's a Nazi or some shit. Yeah, like is, are we meant to laugh at that? Like, is he German? This isn't funny. Are we meant to laugh at that? Yeah, like... and there's like that bit where he says he's a Nazi and someone like gets offended and he's like, oh, my granddad was in Auschwitz. Like, he died in Auschwitz and the Juve Boll goes, yeah, my granddad also died at Auschwitz. He fell out of a watchtower. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, do you what? I don't think. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Like as 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 bad as these films were, I. I it was so dry when we were watching this film. Like I didn't feel like we oh, yeah, laughed also, at a single fucking thing. That he also um, calls himself a paedophile in that same scene. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And then there has he, a fight <laughs> with the creator of the game, who's like. How dare you fuck up my game? And he's like, "Come on, man, you know it's great." Or something he like that. he yeah. read Rocket Dust. <laughs> yeah, I just think, like, tell a story first, you know. Like, Apart from like, don't just try to be shocking for the sake of being shocking, because like, like, who cares about that? It's a movie. Yeah, you was... want a story to follow in a movie. Yeah, but and, like, you know, it, it can be a shit story, but at yeah. least tell one. I've, yeah, I felt like not only did it not have a story, but was, is he just what? Because I've I've never seen any of his other films, right? And I'm pretty sure he only makes game films, right? Like films based on um, games, is that right? Or no, that right? but no. that was what he was right. most popular okay, for. Okay, right. So he obviously had a quote-unquote knack. Not really, but what he thought was a knack for making like game movies, right? Yeah, all of which were huge, all terrible, commercial right? and critical failures. Right. So, di yeah, so is he just doing it because he's like, no one else has done Postal, I'm going to make a film that everyone's going to talk about and I'm going to get nominated for this and this. 
surely it got a Razzie or something. Probably. Oh, it did. It, it I would can. love to know if it got a Razzie. If anyone, well, is, do you know so what? I'm it got nominated up. for three Golden Raspberry Awards. Oh, a Razzie. For, um, okay, what? Did he win supporting anything? supporting actor for Uwe Boll as himself. <laughs> um, it got nominated for Worst Supporting Actor for Troyer as himself and also Worst Director and it won Worst Director. I love that. And I bet that's part of what made him cry. It did win two awards at the Hoboken International Film Festival, though, for Best Director and the festival's top prize, top, top pr- prize, which was Best of Festiva. I don't know what that is. Were there imagine, only shit films? Imagine though? it was like his festival. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be Maybe. surprised if it was. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just, um, I found it to be just really boring. You know, and that's like the worst boring. sin a movie can commit. Yeah, it's like yeah, you could be bad, but at least make me laugh with how bad it is. Yeah, but this didn't. Yeah, because it, like, it was trying to be funny. Yeah, you need to give me the room. Hit. You can't give me this. Yeah, I um, realized really quickly I should have picked one of his other ones because I've seen um, I think Alone in the Dark and House of the Dead, and they both are really funny because mm-hmm. of how bad they are. But because this is trying to be a comedy, it just becomes really painful to sit through well jokes yeah. on us like really. in those films like you can tell it's trying to be serious so it's f- like funny when it's really silly or bad but like in this it's, it feels like everything's a joke yeah oh we i've we forgot to mention we did speed this up at like the halfway point so like, we started watching it at 1.5 times speed we were watching it on youtube um because you can't maybe, like, find it anywhere more bearable <laughs> but only because it ended sooner. Yeah, it didn't really change anything at all. No, it didn't even feel really bearable. It was just as boring, but faster. That's what I mean. It wasn't like when we sped up the Beverly Hills Cop movies and made it a little bit funnier. Yeah, like it didn't even have any cool music to speed up and make it funky. All the music fucking sucked. I don't remember. It was like watching a Lifetime movie. It was just, oh, it was gross, man. Oh, some of the music sounded like a really funky porn. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it was like porn Yeah, it was really like porn music. That's all I remember. I never pick up on soundtracks in films, and you guys know this very well. Every time I was porny, change a scene, (laughs) it'll do like a like a slide transition, like a swipe sound. It'll actually like make the sound as the scene transitions. Yeah, they must. You don't need to do that. You must edit it on like Movie Player or something. (laughs) It looks like. Yeah, edited on Windows Movie Maker. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I meant. And J.K. Simmons is in this as well. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck. And I mean, he dies. They like throw some um, tomato juice at a window, and then he dies. I guess um, to like simulate blood. Like, oh man, he got exploded. Throw some tomato juice at the window. <laughs> <laughs> all of his lines were ad-libbed. He came up with all of it. There's like a bit where he's like um, saying, "Why should we feel bad for the um, 9/11 victims? Because they were all like rich socialites <laughs> and business people." Yeah. What J.K. Simmons came up with that? (laughs) That is criminal. Interesting, you'd say that, but uh, (laughs) those aren't the only people who died in 9/11. No, only rich business people. (laughs) Yeah, like only devastated, like those two buildings, and like that's it. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What? Oh god, what a horrible movie this was. Apparently, um, his um, Vern Troyer, Dave Foley, and Larry Thomas's agents were all like trying to get him not to be in the movie but they all wanted to be in it for some reason what? it's like career suicide that's according it? to Juve Bowl though so oh I don't know if I can completely believe that 
But apparently they went against the wishes of their agents to be in the movie. I think he's a bit doolally, that man, to be honest. Yeah. He also tried to um, fund a sequel through Kickstarter. <laughs> what, for Postal? Yeah. For God's sake. Which obviously didn't go well. Yeah. Interesting sense of view. I don't know. It was like that part where, like, the I guess it was trying to, like, be pretty funny and, like, edgy, but, like, like, that's not the whole film. Yeah, but mm. there was like one part where like that black police officer just like gets out of the van, uh, gets out of the police car, like goes up to this Asian woman who's in the car, and then like he shoots her with a shotgun like five times. And it's like, I guess it was trying to be like, ha ha, look, the black police officer is shooting the Asian woman. And that's yeah. what's funny about it. And then he gets in the car and he's like, she called me the N word. Yeah, and that was like the joke. And like none of us laughed. The, the funniest part about that was like the scene ended and like we were just like sat in complete silence. Nobody even commented on it. It was like, yeah. oh, okay. That was like the mo- most of the film though. I don't yeah. think there was a single laugh. That's what I mean. It, no? This was the driest film out of the three, I think. Like, I just died. This was death for me. But I think it's one of those films that because it was like shocking for shock's sake, it wasn't even funny. Like, you know, sometimes you hear a joke and it's really offensive, but you laugh because you're like, oh, god damn. But this was just like, I can't laugh at that. That's not yeah. even funny. Like, it's just ridiculous. For me, a lot of this film just seemed to be like Uvo Bowl venting about like people and situations that he doesn't like. But there's that scene where <laughs> there's a guy, for some reason, in the, it's in a coffee shop um, where there's this guy who's taking ages to order something and then the waitress behind the thing like just randomly starts shouting at him saying you're gonna have this or you're not gonna waste everyone's time mm. that seems to literally just be him venting that he okay, doesn't actually, like when people take too much time to be honest that was quite relatable though in, in the only yeah, part of the like, film that was relatable it was I just, like, put that in a movie yeah. I don't know yeah, why it was, it, was, it was so random I was like why is this woman yelling about coffee sizes and drinks it was mm-hmm. Yeah, it was almost as if he just went, I'm going to add this in because I had a bad day once on set and I just think the scene would encapsulate this really well. I went to Starbucks. It was like something he added in like that day. He was like, I've just been in a coffee line. Yeah, and he was Let's like, this, this is amazing. Scene in here now. Uh, he was trying to say something about like Bush's like handling of 9-11, I guess. It was like an insistence that like Bin Laden and Bush were friends. That's like how they end the movie is like them skipping hand in hand down like a meadow yeah. through. Oh, yeah. As like nukes this go music off. Playing, I was like, yeah. What are you trying to say here? <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that actually could have been funny if it was handled well. But, but they it was don't like, do anything. It wasn't it. very intelligent. I just thought, oh, yeah. How stupid of you. Yeah. Like, there's nothing there's the, to be said here. There's the bit where Bin Laden calls him, like asking him to bail him out, mm-hmm. and he like quotes Brokeback Mountain, where he's like, I wish I could quit you. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he said that, but I wasn't sure if that's what he said, so I ignored yeah. it. Yeah, I don't like when bad movies make reference to better movies. Yeah, because I could just watch a up. better movie. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Do we want also oh, like okay. postal dude's <laughs> wife who's just like fat and every time she's on Excuse the me, scene, the word is overweight, Christopher. We don't want haters on this channel. Okay, thank you. Every time she's on screen or like reference, they like make a joke about how big she is. Like there's like there's multiple scenes where she's having sex with people and like the entire trailer's shaking. 
there's a yep. bit where postal dude blows her up with an explosive and like her fat and body parts start like raining over the town and it's just yeah. really cringe. Uh-huh. It's so shit. <laughs> it's like that. That's the lowest kind of like form of humor, though, isn't it? It's like um, you know, when you see um Kevin James and Rebel Wilson, well, not anymore, but they would make jokes like, "Haha, I'm the fat friend. I'm yeah. the fat friend." And it's like, oh, shut up. The joke is they're fat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> it's a lot of really weird, like gross, um, gross out stuff that just doesn't work. But there's that bit where. Uncle Dave is taking a shit and like his assistants there like going, oh, oh no, and it goes on for way <laughs> too long. Yeah, it was annoying. Why you have a toilet there? Those um that fucking gut with Dave, Uncle Dave. It was really really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he was just there to like look. I think he thinks he's so fucking cool. Like, look at all these <laughs> sexy ladies I have around me. That was a big problem I had with the movie was like women were just there to be like objects or to be fucked or to just be fat, I guess. Yeah, there's that bit where he like he makes out of his assistant. He's like, oh, my God, I'm gay. And then he gets shot and he touches a woman's boob and he's like, oh, I'm actually bi. And that's it. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every time he was like on the phone to someone, he would like embed with a bunch of women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> it's just, it's this really is another one of the atrocities this movie commits. Like I don't really, it's just like a drop in the ocean, really. Yeah, I feel like but what do you fucking expect? It literally just has every sort of like faux pas that a movie can commit in it. To be honest, yeah, it just go. I think it goes way too hard with like the shock, like humor. Yeah, like I totally it just doesn't work at yeah, all yeah this is it i feel like it's totally intentional the way they've made it so like not not bad but i mean like you, the things that they've added in like oh yeah we got add in 9-11 we got add in this we got add in racism we got add in this yeah we got is it good have no. loads of children and disabled people being shot yeah have, to have a baby get hit by a van they're just making it controversial for controversial sake and it doesn't make it a good movie yeah. it just makes it a pile and of like, shit anytime he tries to go into like making fun of like the Taliban or any sort of race thing. It's just like the most overused cliched stereotypes and he doesn't add anything new to it. Is, it just, it doesn't, it's not funny. It is literally just racist. Yeah, like if you want to watch a better film about mocking the Taliban, you got to watch, what was it, Four Lions? That yeah. film is so yeah. much better than this. It's so much better than this. <laughs> well, any film is better than this, but <laughs> that film in particular tackles it so much better. <laughs> then I feel like Team America also does a lot of the themes that this is kind of going for as well, like that sort of terrorism, like America sort of. Yeah, and that's meant stuff. to be shocking as well, but it does it better. Yeah, because that's it? by the, <laughs> the South Park guys. Yeah. You kind of know how to do this kind of um, edgy satirical humor well. Yeah, they're very mm-hmm. politically charged. I think I think they know a lot more about the world than this geezer does. Well, like, you know, how to express the things that are going on, but in, like, a funnier kind of way. Like, this film didn't make me feel anything other than bored. And I don't know, like, that's a bit, that for me, mm. I hate, I hate, mm. if I'm wasting my time watching a film yeah, that bores me. And for two fucking hours, Chris looked at me and went, oh, it's two hours. Yeah, and we were like, um, shit. <laughs> so the original theatrical cut is an hour 40, 
um, the film's on YouTube for free, and we realized when we went to watch it, it was actually the director's cut, which is two hours long. Mm -hmm. So we basically watched like an extra 20 minutes for no reason. Oh, well, I mean, did it not level out though? Because we watched it at 1.5 times speed about Probably. halfway through. Yeah. What I want to know is what was cut out of it because it was yeah. so bad. You should have just cut out the whole fucking film. I read um, like things that say what's actually was cut out and what's been added in a director's cut, and it was nothing really substantial. Just a lot As of always. random scenes. Everything, everything in this film was a random scene. It was just yeah. like scenes yeah, sticked. Like, oh, what, what could they possibly have cut out? Right. Take your pick. Yeah, everything. Literally take your pick. Yeah. doesn't matter. There's nothing really leads on to the next scene. Anyway, talking about leading on to the next thing. Yeah, can we rate this? Can we get away from this? I just wanted to bring up the fact that this film grossed less than 1% of its budget. Okay, what yeah. was that then? Go on, quickly. It uh, made 150 grand. Mm -hmm. That's way more than I thought With it was going to be. Like, was it 15 million? Yeah. yeah. Shit. R.I.P. I'm glad Juve Ball has given up because no one will fund his movies anymore. And this is why. This, he, is, this is exactly He tried to it. get his films um, funded on Kickstarter, but no one would do it. Mm. Oh, well. He's, he's probably fine. I think he's doing like restaurants. And yeah, he is. Apparently his restaurants are all really good. Mm -hmm. Well, there we go. Nice. Good on him. Yeah, everyone has a niche thing that they're good at and films is not his one. <laughs> not at all. He's a restaurant man. The restaurant man. I We're wish doing him this luck. one out of restaurant mans. Yes. I wish him restaurant luck. Restaurant men? Yeah, yes, restaurant mans. Restaurant mans. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's better than Shrek the Musical, but it's probably... Actually, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say it was better than Shrek the Musical. I would um, not. Yeah, they're kind of very close together for me. No. But yeah, this is maybe the worst thing we've talked about on this podcast. I apologise. Um, one restaurant man's out of ten. <laughs> you can just say one restaurant man. <laughs> like it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, how painful was for him to say man's? He went, man's. <laughs> it's just the one. It's, uh. it's, sing it's one singular man. <laughs> This is not the worst movie I've ever watched. Like, far from it. I've watched a lot of shit. Um, but still, it didn't pass the Bechdel test. One restaurant man out of ten. I don't think any of his films do, to be fair. Um, That's disgusting. <laughs> is there a possibility that I can rate this a zero restaurant man out yeah, of ten? Yeah, do what you want. Then fuck it, zero. Cool. Thank you. I rate a Shrek the Musical a zero. Right, let me, tell you, so, yeah, let me tell you know. why Shrek the Musical was better than this film. It had a plot. I, I laughed at Shrek the Musical, at least, because it was fucking terrible. This film didn't make me laugh. This film made me cringe and bored. Shrek the Musical had It had makeup. Shrek. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. It also. had singing. It had a dragon. It, it did a have dragon. a dragon. You know, you're not giving it as much credit as I feel it's due. Anyway. We Speaking of giving credit where it's due. Speaking of giving credit where it's epic. We Did you say Rampage? Rampage from 2018. <laughs> it was directed by Brad Payton and it stars The Rock. And he plays the guy called Davis Okoye. He's a, he's a primatologist. So he's like a he heologists on the primates. And he teams up <laughs> with a geneticist called uh, Kate Caldwell. Uh, Dr. Kate Caldwell. And he tries to save George of the jungle 
uh, uh, Curious George, who's a monkey, is an albino gorilla, mm-hmm. um, and uh, because of like a meteor that's crashed with like a like some boxes in them from like a spaceship, where a big rat went insane and killed a bunch of astronauts, all the boxes in there <laughs> um, crashed, <laughs> <laughs> crashed into America. And only America yeah. for some reason. <laughs> and um, so the, a few of these animals get like radiation poisoning from these boxes and they grow really big. And then like they go over and they, they run around being big, being epic, um, destroying places. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson has to be like, we got to stop these big animals. Let's do it. So, this is based off the game Rampage, I believe, which I've never played. But I wanted to watch this movie because Dwayne Johnson is in it. <laughs> that is. Well, that, that's the only reason. <laughs> that is the only reason it. I wanted to watch it. The game is pretty epic. You actually control the um the animals. Oh, that's cool, man! You're like destroying buildings and fighting the military. Cool! Wow! I've got yeah, nice. I play it. Pretty sure you can play it on a web browser. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. I'll I'll write that down and I'll do that later. Instead (laughs) of having this discussion, Max will just now go on Rampage. What I'll say is, um, uh, interestingly enough, in in the the late March of 2018, a little friend of ours, Uwe Boll, threatened to file a lawsuit against Warner Brothers if the studio did not change the film's title because he had produced and directed an unrelated Rampage trilogy, you know? And um, I kind of shared his own political views, and he claimed that Warner Brothers' film would, like, shrink his brand um, and revenues uh, that he could use for further installments, like in his Rampage films. He said um, that this one, this The Rock Rampage, uh, confuses the audience... And it was one of those typical feel-good popcorn movies. I mean, he's still not sued, I don't think. Yeah, um, I think he probably just gave up. Yeah, I think he, he gave knew up. Nothing would happen. He's doing his restaurants. Uh, he doesn't have time for it. Um, so now we've got Rampage, the 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 good one. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It was a movie. Yes. I'm actually running out of things to say. Like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm struggling Already? to form sentences. <laughs> What's there to say past the plot? It's like, big gorilla, big monkey. Yeah. And was... Dwayne Johnson <laughs> is there. He, he like fist pumps <laughs> the monkey a lot. I love when he fist so pumps cool. monkey. I like that they think this movie is really cool. That's where I got my enjoyment from it. Because if it <laughs> thought that it was stupid, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it so much. Um, and that's not to say I enjoyed it really. I, mean, I was kind of bored. Um, yeah, it's very boring. But, um, yeah. you know, when he fist bumps the monkey, that was cool. Um, I've got to admit, we, we must have laughed every single time he fist bumped like that monkey. Sign language with um, Curious George, um, and, and George is such a character, man. He's making, making jokes, he's laughing. Oh, man, he's great. Um, <laughs> is this really loved, what we're saying? I love this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love, this is our conversation about this. relationship with The Rock. They're, they're best friends, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> and for what it's worth, it's, it, CGI is all right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 you it it. yeah, it was all right. I think um, the games are very, very silly because 
something with this plot kind of has to be. But I felt like this film took itself a bit too seriously. It yeah, it was trying to be like a really awesome action movie. Yeah, I wish it was more. And also like a vehicle for the Rock to be a badass action hero again. Because he can't die. He's not allowed. Oh no, what is it? No, he can't. No, he can't lose a fight. fight. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I actually looked that up. Um, So I've got like a screen rant article here. Um, Okay. It says outside of the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) uh, Like it's it's this is kind of about like the Rock. Vin Diesel and Jason Statham and it says all three of these actors have had their fair share of action films but most of the time because of the faces of those projects they're like not allowed to get hit or like then they can't lose in a fight and I think specifically with Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson as I read he's not allowed to take more than he can give it's like if he gets like punched a lot he'd have to like punch them just as hard or like just as much and he also can't lose so I'd, I don't know if that like translates to all of his movies, but I have a feeling it does because I've never seen him lose a fight in a movie. No. No. Um, and I mean, he like straight up gets shot in this one. I was like, ha! You think a bullet can stop the Rock? Have you read his contract? Do you think you think you can kill the Rock in this movie? You, he's contractually protected. Yeah, I love how he just gets up and he goes, "Oh, it didn't yeah, hit any vital right, organs, so yeah. we're okay." Yeah, I'll be all right, guys. And that's the last we hear about it. It's like another twenty minutes of the movie, and yeah. Uh, it's just like, it never happened. Yeah, he doesn't even yeah. act like he's been wounded. He's just like, yeah. You <laughs> can, like, force the bullet out, like, Wolverine or something. <laughs> yeah, like, he healed like, up instantly. I'm, fine. <laughs> I'm like 50 layers of muscle. It barely penetrated the skin. <laughs> oh, fucking there's, hell. Um, there's, like, a big wolf in this as well. And, um... So like, there's the army who go into the forest to track this wolf, and they're in like a helicopter, and then like, I guess they want to kill the wolf because it's like huge, but then they get to the forest and they're like, what the fuck? Why are they so like, oh my god, this wolf is huge, yeah, and it's like, why are you so to... surprised? Yeah, didn't they know they were going to go why, hunt yeah, a big like, wolf? Isn't that why you're there? Why would you be hunting a regular sized wolf? Yeah, maybe they thought it wasn't going to be as big as it was. <laughs> so stupid. And the wolf just fucking destroys these guys. There was like a guy who was set up at the beginning. He like had a scar on his face because he's awesome. And we're like, oh man, this guy means business. And he gets eaten by a wolf. And you're like, oh, okay. That's the end of that guy. And his head didn't matter. <laughs> Back to the rock, who's on a, on a jet plane with a big monkey in a cage. <laughs> oh man, this ain't gonna go down well. He's in a cage. Ca- like, we've got him heavily sedated. He's not gonna go anywhere. I'm like, oh man, you haven't watched a movie before. This is not gonna go your way. Uh, <laughs> that guy from Walking Dead. <laughs> oh yes, that guy from the Walking Dead, indeed. Wasn't he like, so yeah, like the plane starts crashing and George gets out of his cage and he's like, coming out of my cage, I've been doing just fine. And then he like takes up the guy from Walking Dead, you know, throws him across the plane. His organs like, and he's fucked up, man. And then like, he's fine though. Chris has zoned up this conversation entirely. <laughs> no, I'm listening to it. He's just letting Max rant on about yeah. whatever the fuck he's talking about. Because like, man, um, this description is like more entertaining than the actual film was. <laughs> Oh yeah, like what, listening to Max just rant on is just 
on paper, everything in this film sounds so ridiculous and silly and stupid. Yeah, you think it'd be yeah, a great yeah. film. When you actually watch it, <laughs> it's just it'd be so awesome. dull. Yeah. yeah, like I thought it was going to be so stupid, it was going to be great. Like, <laughs> I hate to say it again, but I compared it a bit to The Zookeeper, where I thought it was like so awful, but like at least The Zookeeper made me laugh. <laughs> actually, no, this film did make me laugh. That's, that's, not, that's not true. But... <laughs> Well, I don't even, I just don't know what to say about this movie. There's just, they, um, just everything and nothing. <laughs> they try and make you like really sad whenever George gets hurt. But oh like, yeah, good point. I I actually asked at one point. I turned to the boys and said, "Am I meant to be like crying yeah, right now?" But they like only spend one scene showing him as a normal gorilla and like showing him and the rock. Yeah. Like they have a connection. A normal gorilla. <laughs> no, they have a connection. You can see them fist bump. They, About they four times, mates. Max. <laughs> and then Dwayne's always like, "That guy is my best friend. I don't really even. I don't even like people. I like the monkeys." Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, it's always like, man, whatever you do, you better not hurt my best friend, man. This guy is my world. <laughs> what? Though, how did they like create this like serum that like went from space with a giant rat? And then it into, into into America. There's like what is it? Fucking um, what's her face? She's like Naomi Harris is like, oh, you know CRISPR because that's the fucking company who made the serum. It's like CRISPR can find the genes of a shark, a blue whale, <laughs> and a beetle. And <laughs> I and just remember animals. this, and, and she's <laughs> like, the ultimate big animal. And I am the only one who can save George. <laughs> like, yeah, they're definitely these guys are smart. They they created an antidote. I'm like, what? When? Because she worked for them. But it's like, what did you? What do you mean? You they created an antidote? First yeah, of all, what? why would you ever want to cure this? Because it's epic. Yeah, and what what was the need? Yeah, what was the need for an antidote? Was there like another animal before George? I don't, I don't. What quite was understand. like the point? Yeah. as well? Why do you want to make these animals really big? Yeah, like even the villains didn't make sense. They were like, oh yeah, if we captured George, we can sell him for a mint mm. or something. I don't know. I don't a lot know. of the time in these movies, it's like, oh yeah, we can use them as a super weapon and we'll yeah. win every war. We can be. <laughs> We will arm the American army with, with massive gorilla. gorillas, and they'll defeat all our enemies. We'll, we'll, we'll send the, the big gorillas to fight our wars for us. All Ukraine need right now is a giant crocodile. <laughs> Fuck yeah, the fucking crocodile. Yeah, he shows up. I thought it was We're a like, dinosaur. Yeah, it was like, they don't really show it at the beginning. It's like, oh, here's something you probably need to know for the third act. And then we don't see the crocodile for a very long time. Yeah. And then he Godzilla's his way through like the 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 river in um in New York or wherever the fuck they it's are in Chicago. Chicago. There's that scene where he like comes out of the water and it looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> like the water effects are so bad. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, Oh, there was a crocodile. I forgot about that guy. Um he didn't do much though. I thought, why did there's a crocodile? What did I guess it was like they they like put the beacon on to attract the animals. I don't know why they needed this big tower to like attract the, the big animals. If they, if they didn't already think those animals were going to be really far away. So like, wasn't this like some sort of genetic engineering you wanted to do like on your own terms? 
Why do you have like this big like staff coming out of your building that like projects a beam to attract the big animals? Maybe they want to see if other big animal. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because who else is making these big animals to attract the other? Big yeah, you've got a good point. We've got to corner the big animal market because a lot of other companies <laughs> are stealing our ideas for big animals. They got a patent pen. Pa- <laughs> they got a patent on yeah, the, they, on the big animal, the big, the big animal market, the shark um, beetle <laughs> jaguar. Thing. I also thought they spent a bit too much time with these geezers, like on Wall Street. They were like, "Oh man, the big animals." They're everywhere, man. We gotta get the big animals back. It's like I don't care. Just show me the big animals. That was where the fun was. <laughs> the fun was when Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he he he's with the monkey, but he's not with the monkey nearly enough. How fucking long is this movie? It's like two hours long. Yeah, it's like an hour it? forty. Yeah, it's an hour and fifty. It says. Yeah, it's oh, fucked okay. up. Sucked up, and I was just like, we don't see this monkey nearly enough. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> That's what you want to see. That was why I was like uh, disappointed with that Godzilla movie. Um, came out in like, was it like 2014 or yeah. some shit? Oh, fuck it out. That was boring because they never showed Godzilla. Like they showed the the big animals more in this than they do Godzilla and Godzilla or in that iteration of Godzilla. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of getting it right, but you're sort of getting it completely wrong. It's like, it's like they don't even know like what audiences want. It's like, yeah, we want a lot of exposition about why the animals are big and why we need to capture the yeah. animals. It's like, dude, in reality, when you're in a cinema, you, you don't give a fuck about fucking exposition. You know you're there to see the big monkey fight the crocodile and the wolf, and that's what you want. So why do we need, like, an hour of fucking exposition about why these animals are big and w- why they need to get the animals yeah. back? That, um, that newest Godzilla movie, Godzilla vs. Kong, was kind of like that, where mm. they did lean much heavier into the monster fighting than they did in the previous two um, recent Godzilla movies. There's still so many like human characters, and it's like this isn't why people come to these movies. People don't give a shit about the humans. They're here to see a monkey and a crocodile fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it is it is true. That's though, true. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So like, like way behind the times. It's like I think it's so like important to have like these different. Like a story going on. It's like your story can be loose as shit. Just make sure it's there. Yeah. But then also dedicate more time <laughs> to these big spectacle action movies because that's what you want to see when you go to the cinema. It's very much like a cinema movie, you know? As are all Dwayne Johnson's movies. I think the problem is you obviously do have a limited budget, so you do have to have those scenes that are kind of there just to pad out the runtime that were cheap to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't have all gorilla and crocodile action no you can't have like every scene be like a hundred million dollar scene no i'm not like saying make every scene a fight between the wolf and the crocodile and the gorilla i'm just saying like put more of it in there because that's what people want or make the human stuff interesting well they failed at that so like, i want to do like the one thing they're actually good at even yeah, though they just, weren't just add like, in more crocodile <clears throat> yeah i don't know <sighs> it was like kind of like a worse kong skull island which I actually quite like. I think that kind of got that aspect uh, done better, and especially with like the, the human characters were, who were actually like at least semi interesting to watch. You know? Yeah, I found there was like way too many characters in this. Yeah, I don't really know who's in it. 
you're like Naomi Harris in The Rock and um, the guy from Walking Dead. That's about it. I don't and know. You I don't had know like else. the bad guys who are like brother and there. sister or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We gotta stop. What is what is Dwayne Johnson think like? So like he, his best friend gets turned like really big, which I didn't realize like at first. They were like, "Oh my god, he's gotten so big." I was like, "It looks the same. Yeah. It's like the same size." Um, but he's like, he finds like the capsule from space. He's like. I have to figure out what this is. It's like, you're like a zoologist. What do you care? What do you, you have the means to find out what this is. I'm like, mm. so what, why do you have the means to find out what this is? Because you're just like working at a zoo. And why <coughs> do you care? Because he needs to save his friend. <laughs> but he was, he was perfectly safe. Also, it was he a, like killed a bear. Is a primatologist even a thing? Yeah, it's like a, an ologist of um, primates. Yeah, but is it actually a thing? Yeah, it's like one of those guys who specialises in monkeys, in the primates. Because they're prime mates, and that's why they were best friends. Because he was the <laughs> prime mate. <laughs> that's a fair point, actually, yeah. <laughs> they should have called this film Prime Mates. Mm. What is, they wasted like an opportunity. This is a 12. You could say fuck one time, right? A 12. Yeah. Did they? So, like, they tried, but, like, there was, like, Dwayne Johnson, like, there was a monkey and the wolf, or was it the crocodile? Yeah, it was the monkey and the crocodile were having a fight in Chicago, and then, like, everything's exploded, and, like, the buildings have fallen down, but Dwayne Johnson's still alive because he can't die, and he's also been shot, and just, like, I don't know, hours after he's been shot, he's fine, um, but we established why he can't be killed because he's awesome. Um... He, like, gets into this helicopter that's, like, broken down. He, like, shoots at the crocodile. But, like, before he shoots at the crocodile, he says, Oh, you'll mess with my friend. You'll mess with me, mother. And then it cuts, and then the, the gun goes off. I'm like, couldn't you have just put that in there? Yeah, if of you course can't, you could have. Why, should, why have it in there at all? Yeah, like, yeah. like in that um, end credit scene in um, Infinity War, where um, Nick Fury starts fading away as he says it. Yeah. At least then, I guess you could, like, understand. Why, why that couldn't be, or like why they chose not to show it, I guess, even though, like, who cares? Yeah, like X Men, but this is like they literally cut, they literally cut. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I wish films would, um, like really push the age limit to Mm -hmm. the like the limit, like, do everything you possibly can. Who's gonna fucking like, really? Like, who's gonna go on like IMDb or like the cinema? like review site on like Google or whatever and go, you know what? This movie was actually really good until Dwayne The Rock Johnson said fuck. And now I'm really I just didn't have a good time. Yeah, you know there are like parents out there who are like that. But I just wanted to same show time, my son a movie about a big monkey who fights with the wolf and the crocodile and that really ruined my day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne Johnson. He's awesome. Yeah. He I was like, about to like, chokes out a guy. And he's like, because he, he like punches a guy in the face and he chokes out this other. He's like, you don't want me to do to you? you? You don't want to stop me, guys. And they're like army guys. And he's trying to escape this complex. And he's like, y- you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch you in the face and I'm going to knock your teeth out. And then you, I'm going <clears> to <throat> suffocate you until you wet yourself. And then he does it. <laughs> and he thinks it's so cool. He's like, he says of his own arm, he says, that's a big arm. Don't fight it. Sleepy time. I was like, wow. Who the fuck wrote this shit? 
Yeah, the writing is really bad. It's like Madagascar, but, too. Um, There's literally like a Madagascar line in yeah. it where he's like, he sees the crocodile and goes, well, that sucks. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, in Madagascar. Right. <laughs> yeah. I hate Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Why? Just thought I should bring that up. He sucks. He's a terrible actor. He literally plays the same character in every single film. I think that's quite mean. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, he's never been in a good movie, let's face it. No. Um, I don't know. that. I don't hate him. I, I don't think, hate him either, actually. Like, I don't think about him, if that helps, though. Like, if, I don't ever watch a film and go, God, it's got the rock in it. If I anything, must watch it. I appreciate that I can look at a movie and go, Dwayne Johnson is in this, so I can avoid it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> a good, yeah. It's like the same as like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, it's like Ryan Reynolds is in this movie. I don't need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be shit. <laughs> I've got to admit that there is a, there are a, a few horrible precedence like for that, isn't there? You can always look at an actor and know whether a film's going to be good or not. Yeah, I always say like I want to see Dwayne Johnson in like a tragic drama. Like some sort of period drama where he plays I don't like think, a Victorian. I don't think that's him, though, is it? He's not. No, but it would be funny. I think it. I mean, if he was like in Pride and Prejudice, actors have if done he it was before. Like Mr. Darcy I suppose in uh, Pride and Prejudice, I'd I'd enjoy that a bit more. Yeah, imagine if he was like in a like straight drama. He was actually like great in it. If he was in a Mikkel Hanukkah movie, this is I'd the watch thing. the shit out of that. You never know, right? He could actually be a decent actor. He's just never done it. You never know. He's <laughs> just never done. I don't know. No, I, I mean in the sense of like he's only ever well, been in like goofy films. Well, I don't know. I think Moana was supposed to be good, but I never saw that. Um, yeah. Oh, I liked him in Moana actually. Yeah. No, okay. th- I tell I tell a lie. Maybe he was that's... good in that film, but he technically wasn't really in the film. He just voiced. Well, he was voicing. That's enough. Yeah. No, I liked him in that film. I did. I genuinely did. Not that he's a voice actor, but you know. No, but I, if I have to give him props for any film he's ever been in. Yeah, sure. That would be the film. I love when we were watching this, and then Darcy said, say what you will about Dwayne, at least he's not an animal herder. <laughs> Did you write that down? Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> I just like the um the looks that came at me <laughs> that were just... So what if he was yeah, an animal herder? Yeah, just met with, what, what, what yeah. do you mean? What does that mean? I was trying mean? to like, work out where, <laughs> like, how your brain has taken you to that point. I think you met Poacher. Yeah, she did. <laughs> So what you will about Dwayne Johnson, at least he's not an animal poacher. That would have made more sense. Yeah. It's like, yeah, at least he doesn't <laughs> kill animals, I suppose. Like, at least he doesn't kill, like, endangered animals in, like, Africa or something. It's like, yeah, I guess when you put it like that, I actually don't think he's just that bad a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> to be honest, I was... I don't, I don't even know why I said it, so I, don't, I can't even comment on it. <laughs> I just know that I said it. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like always gagging for a fight as well. He like knocks those two guys out and then like he can't knock the guy from Walking Dead out even because he was like nice to him. He was he just like says to Naomi Harris, he's like, Oh you know what, I wish I could have knocked him out too. It's like if he had his way, he'd like smack down everyone who crossed his path, whether they were with him or against him. Oh that was quite a left turn from like this guy who loves animals ah. but maybe it was completely in keeping with the guy who loves animals and hates people i don't know actually yeah it kind of does make sense it's kind of like those people that are like 
I only like dogs and not yeah. people. I like dogs more than I like people. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that. Uh-huh. We get it, but you're annoying to be around. <laughs> yeah, like, you you say that we're annoying, but it's actually you. Do we want to do ratings? I think so. Oh, yeah, do you want to rate you, it, though? Did you guys see that um, the poster for the film has the tagline, Big Meek Bigger? Yeah, I really have nothing to say on that. Yeah. I don't want to comment on that. Big Can we rate, bigger. please? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just brush past that. <laughs> we'll do it out of monkeys. Do, no, do it out of, yeah, big... Big animals. Those are big animals. <laughs> it's just a run-of-the-mill generic action movie. It's mm-hmm. it's whatever. It's not my kind of thing, so I just didn't enjoy it. Um, I give it like four big animals. Is that what we were like rating yeah, out? Four, yeah, I four funny. big animals. I forgot That's what the system was. I liked when um the guy shows Dwayne of or like whoever a video of the big wolf, and he's like. Weirdos on the internet are calling him Ralph. <laughs> it's like, okay. And that was it. And then they never called him Ralph again. And so I guess, like, that that was it. I mean, they didn't give, like, the crocodile a name. He, he does have a name, but I can't remember what it was. It's Crocodile. It's, um... It's like Mikey or something weird like that. <laughs> it's oh, Rampage. anyone called Mikey, sorry, you have a weird um, name. Yeah, it's Rampage. The crocodile's name was Rampage, and it was actually all about him. <laughs> this movie was awesome and epic, um, and Dwayne, he is there. It is not Dwayne Johnson's worst movie. Might be his best movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can't think of anything else. Moana. I haven't seen Moana. Well, I'm telling you now. <laughs> Maybe Moana is better. This one is not great. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, three big animals out of ten. Two big animals out of turn. Cool. Well, well. We got the last one to do now. Mm-hmm. The last of the... Which is not like technically like a game uh, movie based on a video game, but it's like video game themed. So, yes. what a slide. Yeah, in fairness, I did ask Chris if I could pick it and he said yes. I said, yeah, technically. So, I'll go, I'll go with the basis that I had permission to pick it. Anyway... I picked the Disney movie that everyone knows and or loves, Wreck-It Ralph, from 2012. The Re- big wolf <laughs> from um, Rampage. <laughs> yeah, it's actually called Wreck-It Rampage. Okay. Um, and it's just about um, this villain from a Fix-It Felix Jr. game called um, Wreck-It Ralph. And how he doesn't want to be a villain anymore. He wants to be a good guy. So he... Goes away from his game and uh, goes to other games in the gaming world. There's other things that happen, but... Uh, he the, wants to get a medal. Look, how, like, look how long the plot line in yeah, Letterboxd like, is. So. Can I come up to the penthouse with you guys? And they're like, you can if you get a medal. And he's <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to go get a medal then. So he goes into another game to like get a medal. It's called Hero Ju- Hero Duty. Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, pre- that's pretty much it. What do we think? Disney love their outcast stories. They do. Like I said, yeah. Well, you said, yeah. but I'm agreeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen this a few times, and I remember liking it a lot more than I did this time. Um, I think the last time I watched it, actually, I was kind of like, oh, that, that's okay, but it's not as great as I thought it was the first time I watched it, and that's kind of how I felt this time. It's, it's okay. It's got stuff I really, really like in it, but after like the first 20 minutes, it's just not 
really anything I am interested in. Yeah, I only watched it once and it was with my baby cousin and I think I liked it more because he was into it. I kind of had that, you know, that vibey energy where it's like, oh, he's having a great time, I'm having a great I time. I like everything until they go into um, the candy game, Sugar Rush. Yeah. Um, everything after that, I just don't care. Until <laughs> they go into Candied Mario Kart. Yeah. I think I only really had one problem with this film. Only one? Well, like one that I can think that stands out in my mind as like really bothering me. Mm-hmm. And that was this strange love story between um, what's her name <laughs> and Felix Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Like I Jane Lynch. Get, I think, oh, what the fuck was that? It's um funny because um she's a strong woman and he is a little man and he loves yeah. her. I mean, at first, it's kind of funny just because of how out of nowhere and silly it is. But when they're repeating that same joke like 30, 40 times, it gets incredibly repetitive and unfunny. Yeah, I would argue it's not funny ever. Um, yeah, I, don't, I just thought like the movie itself, like the plot hinges on like basically everyone being an idiot and like Ralph being an idiot. It's very contrived. He's like, I'm going to get this medal so I can be part of this gang. But, like, no one thought that if he did this, the fact that he was away from the game for a while meant that he'd get shut down, even though that happened to, like, that other guy, that Turbo dude. Yeah, Turbo. And, like, they knew that was... Surely they knew that was going to happen if, like, he left and, like, nobody takes him up on it. And, like, that was a big thing. That, yeah, like, no, because like, they said that, didn't they? They went, yeah. oh, I didn't think he was going to go Turbo, yeah. even though he was literally, like, I'm... You told him to. <laughs> yeah. They're like, just go and get the medal in. Yeah. He's like, fine, I will. And, and then they're like, I was actually, yeah, probably should have thought about that a bit more. <laughs> and then they like almost get shut down. Um, which weirdly never happens to, uh, what is it, that Hero's Glory game when like Jane Lynch goes away to like get the bug. Yeah. She's fine. Even though she's like the main person in that game, when she leaves, Okay, fine. Yeah, maybe no, maybe no one play. Yeah, maybe no one plays it, so no one noticed. <laughs> no one noticed because that game sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my theory because games were getting shut down because people were playing it and then reporting it. So it's clear that no one's ever played that Heroes Duty game because otherwise they would have seen it. Yeah, except for that one person who plays it and Ralph's like there, fucking mm-hmm. up. Um. The stuff I really like about this film is like the way it embraces like classic like retro eighties video games. Let's just say it like, does it better than Ready Player One. Oh yeah, well I mean like every film does everything better than that movie. Does. I fucking hate that. Film. Um, I have a huge soft spot for those old games, so like a lot of the stuff just really resonated with me. Like it's clearly made by someone who loves video games. Like, and there's a lot of that in the visuals, um, like the look of the arcade games, like you've got Fix-It Felix um, and Tapper, which is a pre-existing game, like the NPCs and both of them like move in like really stilted way, like capturing like the low fame rate of those retro games. Um, there's a bit where Ralph smashes a cake up and like <coughs> the way, and he breaks part of the building as well and it like breaks into blocks and like the cake is smashed all over the place, like, like this 8-bit sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a lot of the score as well, um, uh, especially early on, has this like chip tune, like eighties video game kind of sound, which I think really sounds pretty cool. 
I like the way they blend that with orchestral sound. Um, cool. Yeah, that's really my favorite stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously like the animation is very good, but they do, they do kind of expect that because it is Disney. Yeah. Um, I don't think they really do anything so different with it here, but not that I expected it. Um, there's like, what is it? Like Vanellope, who's like this girl in the candy game who's like, she's got, she's like a glitch, you know, like, you're a glitch, baby. You can come and <laughs> you can race in here because you're a glitch. Get out of here. It was like, ah, discrimination. Um, <laughs> Another like, outcast. I'm not a glitch. I have Pixlexia. It's like, fucking hell. Who came Pixlexia. up with that shit? <laughs> was that actually a thing that was said? Yeah, I have Pixlexia. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this, my, I guess, my, okay, my biggest problem, apart from the whole Jane Lynch thing, also, thank you for reminding me what her name was, because I was going, oh, what was her name? Um, was just the fact that, like, it was a nice, wholesome kind of film, you know, like a, see, and this is it, I'm even saying it with that face of, oh, it was a nice, wholesome film, but I've seen Disney do this a million mm. times. Yeah, like, um, they try and be kind of emotional at points, and none of that really no. hits at all. I think that's how people would like to defend this movie, I guess, for watching it from like, a different perspective. It's like, oh, what are you against it? It's just like a fun little nice family movie. And it is. Why are you getting so like, uptight about it? It's like, yeah, it is. But maybe I want more. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, like, I'm just tired of fucking seeing Disney do the same shit over and over again. Uh, they, it, 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 yeah, it is very much that whole got, like, cookie cutter of, like, family It's a thing. game. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But it's also a Disney movie. And you're right, it's that painful outsider stereotype. Like, I, I kind of like what they were going to go for. Like, oh, it's about villains of games. Okay. And then it just turned into, oh, we're the good guys now. Mm. And it's like, oh, we're come We're not really on. villains. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Know I know. I mean? Do you know what? That line uh, nearly cracked me up because I was like, what the fuck? What's that even mean? Yeah. I um I do like the way that they um connect all these games together. Like they have this huge um like tube station that lead into all the games. <laughs> yeah, I that think was that's kind of creative. <laughs> I like that. Um, there's also this like scene early on where they're at this. It's called Bad Anon, where it's like they've got all these villains from other video games just together in like almost an Alcoholics Anonymous sort of meeting. Um, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed seeing Dr. Eggman from um, Sonic just sat there because he looks so out of place. Yeah. Like every time there was a yeah. shot of him, I was like, he does not look <laughs> like he fits there. Got a lot of the Nintendo crew here. Um, Sonic's in it. Sonic's that was there. great. He's, he's not like Nintendo. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I liked when he was in it. All, he only said, what? If you if die in the game, game if you, you yeah. die in real life. It's like, okay. I, li I, I like that because at least, I don't know, that was... That's how they like set up the stakes. Yeah, like, I like that. If you die in someone else's game, you die for real. You like, don't regenerate. It's bum, like bum, bum, the bam. Matrix. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> you like how the candy king, like, he throws the candy down to the candy people. It's like, here, feast. Feast on the candy. Cannibals. Candy people. <laughs> okay. Do you know what the what? worst part is? When Max it's, like, it's like the equivalent <laughs> of, like, the queen throwing flesh down to us and like we eat the, the flesh that she throws down <laughs> no joke when, when Max is talking about the candy people do you know what the first thing I thought of was 
Marshall Mallow. Marshall Mallow. From Legends of Oz. Yeah. Oh, man, that guy was great. They don't she, have a marshmallow here. They don't yeah, have anyone, no. anyone near as cool as him. She references that because she saw me editing a video <laughs> I'm working on about that movie at the moment. That's a really good one. Yeah. It was like the oh, like the second he said candy people, I was like, oh my god, marshmallow. Because I like spent like almost an hour working on this really stupid meme. You can't, yeah, you can't, te- you can't tell them like what it is. No. Seconds. Yeah, you can't tell them what it is. You have to watch his videos. Yeah. This is a shameless plug for you, by the way, Chris. You could start promoting your YouTube channel. Yeah, you got um King Candy in this, who's based off Edwin, and they kind of looks almost exactly like the Mad Hatter. Oh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, you definitely tell. Well, got that vibe. At least least it was something. (laughs) He's got something, all right. (laughs) I didn't like that fucking reveal where like Penelope was the. Like the main character of the game all along. She's it was the princess. Like, yeah, she was a princess. It was like, like oh, and then she wasn't allowed to win the game because like the the other guy didn't want her to, so he could be in power because he was King Candy. But then like she she should have just been like a regular ass like character. But then like that like wanted to strive for something to. I guess like that would have been more interesting. Where it's like it's just this random character who's trying to like break free of the mold of being like an extra. I guess. But then she wasn't. She was like the main character. She didn't need and then, to like, be a she princess. She crossed the finish line, and then I was like, "Oh man, now she's being Beauty and the Beasted, and she'll turn into a beautiful prince." And then it actually fucking happened. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to do that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't really think that there was any need to make her a princess at all. To be honest, no. They make like a big deal about um how King Candy removed her code from the game, and that's why she's glitching. But like that doesn't really make any sense at all. Like, wouldn't it just remove her from the game entirely? Yeah, because you can't just. Yeah, but that's when you know someone doesn't know coding very yeah. well. Because you take out part of a code, you've completely fucked it. It won't like, glitch. It will literally disappear. Sh- like, yeah, <laughs> if you take out like a little bit of the code or change like the code, then, yeah, but yeah, it will, cha- it like, will change it glitching, her. But if you remove it entirely, then it just removes her. Yeah, like you. you it doesn't make any sense. It, I like there's this whole sequence where um King Candy <laughs> says to Ralph, he's like, You can't let Vanellope race because if she does, she'll be added to the roster and when she starts glitching out, everyone's gonna want the game fixed and they're gonna shut it down and everyone's gonna be out of a home. But the thing is, but even then, afterwards like, she's glitching anyway. Yeah. And they'd like completely disregard that and Ralph like he's very adamant on her <laughs> racing still, even though she could still glitch out and someone could be like, oh, the game's broken and all these people will be homeless. Yeah. You might as well have just said, Ralph, this movie needs a second act low point, Ralph. You need to betray Vanellope so we can have the second act low point. I mean, I think that might be the... I mean, it makes the most sense, doesn't it? Because I felt like it was leading up to nothing, so something had to happen there, didn't it? It's just very predictable. Yeah, they, I don't could, know. they couldn't just make like, a cart and have a happy time. You when know? you watch as many movies as we do, it's like obvious what's going to happen in a movie yeah, that's quite as predictable as this. Yeah, because they they follow they yeah. follow a certain structure, don't they? These films, they kind of go, yeah, first act, mm-hmm. low point, middle point, you know, whatever the fuck yeah. it is. I don't know how it goes. I, yeah, you but... could be like, oh, it's just for kids, though. All like, right, yeah, okay, yeah, is, all right, then, all right. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe we're being a bit too like analytical on it, but then. 
I've seen so That's many. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah but I've seen, yeah, because I, I've seen... I can't look at it from the mind of a child, can I? No, but I mean, 20s. I guess if you, okay, maybe not this film, but you can see the view of a child if like, I don't know, say you're going to watch uh, The Little Mermaid. I watched that when I was like five. I know how it felt when I watched it when I was five. Probably. Yeah, and that film slaps. Yeah, that film's mm-hmm. great. But like, th- I think this film could have the same sort of significance to somebody else. This is fun enough for a kid. Sure. Probably. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah, no. My, cousin had, my cousin had a great time. I know Sonic from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. He's there. He, he was yeah. there. That yeah. was another film that was fine for kids. No. But I, I feel like that's kind of. Oh, I guess that's kind of the point, isn't it? I guess it was. It wasn't a movie made for us. It, it, us in you know, obviously the grown-up stage where we don't have children, and we are, uh, you know, not exactly. Tied into the whole Wreck It Ralph kind of but then, thing because I, I know like, pe- I know people my age who love this film and I'm like okay yeah I mean I liked it when it came out and I was like 15 yeah parents take their kids to watch these movies there's got to be something in there for the parents so they don't fall asleep yeah. yeah and I think they probably do have a good time watching these kinds of films yeah I feel like the whole because I know my mum does she watches these with um, the kids at the school and she finds most of them I feel okay. like the whole idea of it being like referencing these old retro video games that's very much for that is the for the people. adults because the kids kind of, don't know it this came out like right at the peak of like when retro video games were like cool and everyone was talking about them and like rediscovering them it's a shame they never made kind a of... Space Invader game innit a what Space Invaders game Game, I meant movie. Oh, god, <laughs> there's a lot of like the sound effects in the film are taken from games as well. Um, it's a nice touch though, like doing that kind of thing. Fix it, Felix's jump sounds like the sound from like this really obscure Mario game, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that kind of thing. I also really liked in it the um, the laser sound effects in the Heroes Duty game were taken from the opening scene of Terminator 2. Yeah, it's like the same laser sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's nice. I would rather watch T2, but... <laughs> yeah. Mm. I never like when um, a character like has some sort of epiphany or like, figures something out because somebody else says a word. Like, Vanellope, like, her, she's been like called a glitch the entire movie, and then like, when she's fighting King Candy or whatever on the, on the racetrack, he goes, ah, Fuck you, you glitch. And then she's like, glitch, that's it. And her problem solved because he said the word glitch. So she like glitches into a different spot and causes a car crash. I always hate that when movies do that. Yeah, it's just lazy. It's lazy as hell. Oh, glitch, that's it. Maybe I'll just glitch. See, you you could almost let that slide, though, if that was the first time it happened. But if someone had called you a glitch the whole way Free? Would you not have thought about that before? Or was <laughs> I don't get that. That's just convenience, though, isn't it? I suppose. What if I did that thing that I do sometimes? Oh yeah, that thing that I do every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like she can't remind herself either. Like she's literally doing it all of the time. It's like sneezing and then being like, oh. now I can control it because I'm great. I'm like Nightcrawler <laughs> from X Men. <laughs> We're going to get a lot of flack for this, Lance. It's a really strange usage of pop music just randomly later in the film. Like, what was out that of song nowhere, that was playing? Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna <laughs> plays. And like, at Slaps. that point, it had only been like Henry Jackson's um, oh, his, like, score. 
And then just randomly out of nowhere, shut up and drive plays. That song is sick so though. Got the Owl City song at the end as well. It's called See You Again. Thank you. Yeah. When can I see you again? Do, 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 yeah, the Ariana song was like really weird. Do, I don't know why they put do, it in there. Do, 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 yeah, it, it, I guess I could have understood it if it was like a song that had just come out that was big. But it, it was a song that came out like four or five years prior. Right, but let, let me let me tell you something, right? You guys have not seen the Emoji movie, but I tell you right now, I saw that movie and there was one scene that was worse than anything I've ever seen in these kids' films. They were singing, but they were like reading a text message to Rihanna's Diamonds, like as if someone had written a text down, it was just the lyrics to Diamonds. Oh. So if, if anyone talks about weird, obscure like pop songs... I think of that scene, and I just think it could be so much worse. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of this movie could be a lot worse. It could also be a lot better. <laughs> and I think that they included the Shut Up and Drive song, because it was, it was about driving. Yeah. They were driving then, um, at the time, so it makes sense. And Vanellope was driving. So I think that's why they did it. It's, a bit, it's quite <laughs> subtle. A lot of people might not pick up on it. it uh, yeah, no one else would have understood that. It. Yeah. I don't know who that part was for though because kids who are quite young probably don't know that song and the adults probably don't know that song either so I'm not sure like what that maybe was for maybe teenagers yeah maybe we noticed it thanks Rihanna <laughs> <laughs> we love you <laughs> mm. love you Rihanna I actually don't really have anything to say to be mm. honest with you guys do you like when King Candy says here's your metal Ralph he gives him the medal. He's like, all you got to do is hear me out. Like, you already gave him the medal, though. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> he just leave. He can just, he can just walk away. But he does hear him out. I'm like, why, do you, why did you do that? I guess it's because he's an idiot. <laughs> what a riot. Because he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, none of this would have happened if Ralph wasn't a dumbass. But it's a good thing he was. Yeah. Uh, my only other thing I'd add, I guess, is the voice acting is good. Um, yeah. But that's kind yeah. of expected from like Pixar or Disney or any mm -hmm. of these like big budget animated movies. The voice acting is, you expect it to be good. Um, but I do like John C. Riley a lot in the movie. Yeah, he's decent. Yeah, to be honest, that's all I could hear, though, was John C. Riley. Yeah. But that's nothing on him. He just has that kind of voice where you can't... It's like... Um, Jane Lynch, like, you, you can't hear nothing but them. Yeah, yeah sort of. It's a shame. I don't like when they just use, like, regular, um, like, screen actors mm. to be voice actors. They're not voice actors. No. I said this before about something not that long ago, because I, I, I actually do believe that it kind of ruins it a little mm. bit, because they don't... And it's not their fault because, like you said, they're not voice actors, but it kind of ruins the illusion a little bit that I'm watching a character and not someone was, voicing well, one. When we're watching Madagascar. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. exactly. Madagascar has the same problem. In fact, quite a lot of problem, pro problems are in these movies. Yeah. So I neither of you have seen the sequel, have you? Ralph Breaks the Internet. No, no I hadn't even seen this. Oh, uh, mm. yeah. Um, Ralph Breaks the Internet is probably the worst Disney movie. Um, are you sure? Are you sure though? Like, yeah. and I'm only saying that, right? Because you've got the other Disney like sequels, like The Hunchback of Notre Dame Two, no, and all I that meant kind more, of stuff. Um, like, what do you mean, like modern? 
no disney like made by the main disney animation studio not like right yeah because they had that division that made like all the yeah no i know what you're talking about i totally understand Um, what you're saying i'm talking more about films that are part of their animated classics this was an animated classic yeah what the second one yeah anything made by their main studio is a animated classic um and Ralph Breaks the Internet is absolutely god-awful. It's just really cringy, outdated internet references. Oh, yeah, isn't it a been... bit like Ready Player One in the fact that it, it goes more into that? It's basically just Ready Player One, but Disney. Um, yeah, but is it better load... than, than that? No, Ready Player One is actually better. No. There's it... loads of... Um, they've got like pretty much every Disney princess in there at one point. Oh, um, okay. Loads of people. Oh, yeah, look. Their there's roles. A, he's holding a cursor on the poster. Yeah. Also, my phone's in black and white, so just ignore that. It's like clearly written by someone who doesn't understand the internet and <laughs> doesn't know how to use it. Was the Smosh movie better? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I only yeah. said that because there's something about a video in here, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has to, like, he needs money to. Oh, that's it. They um the Fix It Felix game is being sold on eBay, um like a game car um console, and Ralph is like, oh, we have to buy it so it doesn't get sold. Um, but he has to to make money. He has to make a viral video on YouTube. Oh, so it's a Smosh movie then. Pretty much, it's basically the same. Plot, there's a there's a review from IHE that just says astonishingly bad. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> that's it. That is that's the whole review. <laughs> well, brilliant. So, yeah, if you didn't like this one, Max, I think you'd actually cry watching Ralph Breaks. Well, the I'm internet. not going to watch it. So yeah, I didn't even want to watch this really. Um, I mean, it was a video game movie, so I was like, well, it's not going to be good, is it? Um, even though, even though it's like not based on a video game, it's like she's got video game qualities to it maybe i should have picked need for speed off um last thing i'll say is um on the topic of video game movies i don't understand the need to make every successful video game into a movie as though movies are a superior art form to video games like they operate on their own different levels right like what just because like a video game does very well, it doesn't mean you need to make it a TV show or a no, movie. No, of course not. It's just a different artistic expression, you know. Yeah, I wish I could tell like you why they do it. it. Like, I wouldn't even say necessarily it's a terrible idea because obviously we see things like stories and stuff get adapted into different mediums all the time. But the problem mm-hmm. is, basically, every video game movie is just they don't try. They don't try and do anything interesting with the story. I've heard the recent Uncharted movie is a good example of that, where it's clearly made by people who just don't care. But the, the, that's, that's what I think it comes down to. It's not the fact that people are making films about video games. It's the fact that they're only doing it because the games were successful yeah. and they're like, we can make money from it. It's all it ever comes down to. There's a Halo TV show coming out soon, and the early reviews have all said it's just really cash grabby and they clearly don't understand the game at all yeah Yeah. and that's why i think they should start leaving stuff like this alone because i think it takes more money to lose as well to make these things than it is to just leave it the fuck alone i think they seldom ever like make like video games based on movies though it's weird that it just goes in like one direction they used to yeah sometimes they did back in the 2000s i swear they made video games out of every film 
10, 15 years ago, like, basically every, every film had a game. Film had yeah. a game. Mm, all right. Honestly, yeah, they, that, re- they really yeah, did. Like, so. All the superhero movies, all the, like, Disney and Pixar and DreamWorks movies. Which, yeah, all of them did. Like, like, big action movies all had them. It's only recently that it's stopped being a thing because the games weren't very popular anymore. Mm-hmm. So. And now they're like doing it the other way around because they're like, oh, people watch films. I rescind <laughs> what I said then. Yeah, that is true. <clears throat> There's still like occasional exceptions. I think DreamWorks still do um, games based on their films. Yeah, like those um, Shrek games that you play for your gaming channel. Yeah, there's Kung Fu Panda ones, there's How to Train Your Dragon ones, there's Madagascar ones. I feel like they're often just like thrown together though. I don't yeah, know. they are. <laughs> mm, probably. I will be interested to see um, Gore Verbinski is doing a Bioshock. I don't know if it's a film or TV show for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Be interested to see what he does with that. I don't think it will be good, but I think it will probably be interesting at least. I don't really like any of his stuff, but I do think he's a director who puts a lot of time, effort and money into his projects. You can constantly tell that he's put a lot of passion into whatever he makes, even if the final result isn't very good yeah and i think that's kind of what you need with when you're adapting something you need someone who actually is trying yeah Yeah, i think sometimes it's better to see someone who actually gives a shit but didn't do it very well and then to see someone who did it not very well and still not give a shit about it Mm -hmm. and there's no passion it shows that's what makes the room so well loved isn't it that they clearly gave a fuck about it but it's just executed so badly yeah Ratings? Yeah. Sure. Well, we're going to rate this one out of Darcy. Vanilla Peas. Okay. Sure. Um, it's not a bad movie, I'd say. I think it's okay. Um, not one of my favorite Disney movies. Not one of my least favorites. Just kind of mid-tier. It's fine. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but it's, it's all right. I give it like a six Vanilla Peas out of ten. Yeah, it's a pretty bad movie and I don't like it. I'm not going to watch <laughs> it again. Um, fuck you, Disney. I'll give it four vanilla pizzas out of ten. Shit I, sucked. I thought it was okay. It was wholesome. It served its purpose. But yeah, I've seen it done a million times. And to be honest, I've seen it done better as well. So I'm going to give it a seven. Vanellope's. I completely forgot to say Vanellope. Mm. <laughs> Why is her name Vanellope and not Penelope? That bothers me also. It's quirky and funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giggles. All right, go on, Chris. Yes, yeah, so now we got um, the next one to do. Those were the video game movies. Oh boy, what a time. Um, <laughs> they were a time. For episode 72, we're going to spin a wheel. That's going to tell us what we're going to do for the next one. Uh, Darcy is going away forever. So Forever and ever. We'll, 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 based on this, it will tell us whether she will stay with us or not. <laughs> Um, it's come up with a director special for Damien Chazelle. Who can can you even tell me a single movie that I can even? Yeah, La La Land. There's three. Okay. <laughs> there is three. Okay. Oh, um... so there is only three. There's no option. Um, actually, no. He has a f- another movie. His he has a debut before Whiplash, I think. Oh, well, I really like Whiplash. Um, but like the main three are Whiplash, La La Land, and First Man. Can we do something else. <laughs> Yeah, it's very limited, you know. I is like it, all those yeah, it movies. kind of forces you to watch the the mm. only films that he's got. I really know what I think of those anyway. They're all great. Um, the John Wick trilogy. Um, 
Sure. We could do that. Any objections? I don't have any. I'm sure Darcy won't be joining us for this one. But... I don't even know if I... Can I? Like, is there... Can I... Is there even a way for me to watch Probably. it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? We'll look into it. Yeah, we'll okay. look into it. That's fine. We'll do the John Wick trilogy <laughs> then. Um, that's on episode 72. Oh, boy. John Wick. Um... <laughs> That's that. Thank you for listening. We have social media. Who doesn't? We are YouTube, the Sunday Movie Marathon. Twitter. <laughs> what the fuck? Is it Sunday Movie Pod? <laughs> Facebook. Is it Sunday Movie Marathon? And Letterboxd, if you got that, is at Sunday MM. Capital S, capital MM. If you feel like it, why not? Um, maybe you don't. Catch you on the next go round. Anybody got anything left to say about video games? They're epic. Do, 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 do. Cheers. But it looks like you're easier giving $600,000 if you make a movie about some retarded wizard in the forest uh, or for another, uh, whatever, Marvel Avengers bullshit dirt. Uh, so goodbye and goodbye, Hollywood.